4.5 W233DB Norwich. series of large-scale military exercises and has warned they'll pay the most horrible price in history if these exercises continue a veiled threat to use nuclear weapons. South Korea quickly responded by launching its own missiles in the same border region. Arizona Republican U.S. Senate candidate Blake Masters disputing a new poll that shows him trailing Democrat Mark Kelly by six points, especially now that the Libertarian candidate has dropped out of the race. Masters tells the Salem Radio Network he doesn't put much stock in the latest New York Times-Siena College poll that shows him trailing. Fake news. That's what it is. It's a suppression poll. I don't even think they're trying to get it right. Masters says what pollsters are trying to do is discourage Arizona's Republican voters from turning out on Election Day. It's not going to work, though. They'll tell you what, this is a dead heat. We are statistically tied in Arizona. We've got momentum. Even more momentum with a Tuesday morning announcement from Libertarian candidate Mark Victor. He's pulling out of the race and is now urging his supporters to vote for Masters. Bob Agner reporting. Benjamin Netanyahu may be about to get another bite at the apple. Israel's former prime minister appears headed toward victory with 85% of the ballots from Israel's national elections counted. They show voters giving Netanyahu and his allies what looks like a stable majority in the Israeli parliament. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 122 points. The S&P is off 18. More on these stories at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. The British Interior Minister is facing criticism for describing the surge of migrants crossing the English Channel in small boats as an invasion. Home Secretary Suella Braverman used the term while defending conditions at a processing centre for new arrivals where some 4,000 people have been held in a facility intended for just 1,200. She'd referred to small boat crossings as the invasion of our southern coast and said illegal immigration is out of control. Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick quickly distanced himself from her words. Critics accused Braverman of deliberately worsening conditions 
conditions at the processing centre by refusing to book hotel rooms for asylum seekers. Charles de Ledesma, London. Poland's defence minister ordering construction of a barrier along the border with the Russian enclave. The move comes as Warsaw suspected Russia plans to encourage illegal border crossings by Asian and African migrants. Townhall.com. Beautiful day of weather coming no. up. We're going to have sunny skies and it'll be lower in terms of humidity compared to yesterday, that's for sure. Temperatures approaching the 70-degree mark today. Tonight, mostly clear, cooler, overnight low 42. Tomorrow, sunny, highs in the low 60s. It'll be a cooler day tomorrow, but not by much. And then Friday, mostly sunny, highs back into the upper 60s. Now, that's a forecast. From the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. 58 in Norwich, 62 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. Connecticut Attorney General William Tong is taking action to try and put an end to those annoying robocalls we get each day. Tong has joined a coalition of other attorneys general across the uh, United States to hold companies that make these calls accountable. Tong says two of the biggest offenders are One Eye LLC and Avid Telecom. It's estimated that robocalls lead to roughly $30 billion in fraud each year, and people who receive one should never, ever give out any of their personal information. Senator Chris Murphy wants the federal government to investigate the role Saudi Arabia played in Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. Connecticut Democrats cited national security concerns. A Saudi prince helped Musk finance the $44 billion acquisition through a parlay that makes Saudi entities the second largest shareholder in Twitter. Well, they brought you the Stonington Lobster Trap Tree last year. Now the Ocean Community Chamber of Commerce is at it again with an even larger project. The chamber will create next month the Starry Lights Project, the Walk of Wonder. It's a light trail from Wilcox Park in Westerly to Donahue Park in Pocketuck. The $95,000 display opens December the 9th. And a Rhode Island woman who's been featured in a drunk driving awareness campaign has died. Tori Andriozzi of Narragansett passed away at the age of 31. When she was just 12, Andriozzi suffered a severe brain injury when she was hit by a drunk driver in West Warwick. Left her unable to walk or speak. Her family says she overcame the odds, lived as a high quality of life as possible. Andriozzi's story and others can be found on a website sponsored by the Rhode Island Department of Transportation. You can find it at rippleeffectrhodeisland.com. Sunny, less humid today, 69. It's uh, 58 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Bubba calls. I'd say I got about a half a dozen yesterday. Oh, man. It's, Medicare keeps calling me. Really? Do you tell them you don't care? Anymore. I don't care. I meta don't care. I mean, I just never pick up, but you, you wouldn't believe, you know, Friday when I'm off, it uh, goes on all day. Yeah. Sunday night at 9 o'clock, bing, it's... Oh, I got two medic. right there at 9 o'clock from my alma mater, the University of Kentucky. I want money. Wanting money, yeah. Yeah. Happens to me with Boston English High. Does it? You hated Boston English High. I know. They don't get any money out of they me. Get nothing. Me? They get squat from you. I call them to send me some money. Yeah, you owe me for yeah, trauma. I had and some bad stress teachers. And bad teachers. Well, you have a good memory. No prom date. Oh, yeah. Man, then I get the phone calls and I get them on the uh, emails. and uh, It's like they've oh, been yeah. tracking me ever since I graduated. Oh, they know where you are. I can't believe I graduated. They're tracking me. <laughs> they want to take back the diploma. Yeah. 
Give us that back. I'll send it back. There's no problem. <laughs> so, uh, are you a contributor? To what? Your school when they send you. I give when I want to, not when they want me to. I give whenever yeah, I, I want. Yeah. yeah. They have a, like a one-day sharing thing, mm-hmm. and I sometimes give on that. You do that. Okay. Well, you enjoyed your school. I Perhaps. did. I did. I've never gone to a class reunion. Uh, you should do that, Stu. They're fun. Well, it's coming up to my 90th. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> Everybody, there's 108. 108 years old in my <laughs> class reunion. It was an all-boys school. I just had uh-huh. two friends. And, you know, what if they, my two friends don't show up? You know, nobody's going to know me, right? I don't know. I don't know your experience. You, you weren't uh, well-known and popular? I well, I think I you were well-known and popular. You're funny. Uh, you're a kind guy. It was just that, not that kind of school. I had a couple of friends, and that's it. The only thing I was known for, for having uh, an accident in a, a milk with a milk cart. But, what? Uh, what happened? Well, I was... A milk cart? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I, I was a milk monitor. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a tough job. To get out of gym. Oh, that's right. You told us that. I told before. you that. Yeah. But I, at the end of the lunch, we would have to take this big cart with all the dishes, mm-hmm. and somebody from the other side would take a big thing with the dishes, and we had a head-on collision. Oh. There were dishes flying all over the place. Did it you was, tell them you had the right of way? I don't know who was. Well, you know, we went to court. I don't know who was right or wrong. Oh man, no. was anybody injured in this head-on no, collision? No, but, no. But um, were the dishes injured? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of dishes were injured. Mm. And as I look back at it, it was pretty hysterical. <laughs> well, they'll remember you for that. That'll be yeah, fun to talk about. about. Hey, you're the one in the crash. Hey, you. Uh, okay, now I can go home. This is a bad attitude about your class reunion. Have you noticed Israel has an election every six weeks? It does seem that way, yes. So confusing. How yeah. do they do that? Yeah, it does seem that way, yeah. Net that one just kind of crept up on me. I'm like, what? I thought he just got reelected. You know, Netanyahu is back. Yep. Hmm. Really strange. I never understood. Even uh, in Great Britain and England, I don't understand their elections. Do you understand them? It's all about who controls Parliament. They get to decide, I think. Parliament and then yeah. this and that. and uh, Hard to figure out. Yeah, they got rid of Liz Truss in about six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. and uh, You're out. I thought the last uh, leader was coming back, but no, that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, he, he tried, I think. He tried. Hmm. These are things that I ponder, Marty. Yeah, forms of government are quite strange in certain countries, and they'll probably say the same thing about ours. <clears throat> really? It's kind of direct. You know, the most votes wins, but uh, these days we're not sure of that either. You let the people decide? Yeah. Amazing. I'm hearing strange noises in here. Is that me? Oh, it's another one of those uh, computer batteries that are oh, computer batteries, low, right. and the alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. So, so pay no I, attention. I don't know if you uh, you must be excited about that. You know the wonderful Christmas uh, story film that comes out every year? Yeah. Well... They have a sequel, don't they? Yeah, it's coming yeah. back. Yeah. It's the little guy, Ralphie, who's grown up. I don't think I ever saw the original. Oh, you got to see the original. That's one of the best ever. I don't... I can't remember. I don't think I have. It's funny. That's right up your alley. You'll love it. All right. Yeah. And now the sequel's coming out. Yeah. The sequel. See, see the first one before the sequel. He apparently moves back into his old house that he grew up in or something? Something like that. I mean, the, the original came out in 1983, 
And here it is, 2020. So uh, Ralphie's a big boy now. He's got his own family. Got his own, and I guess there's some other person who was from the original okay. Christmas story. All right. But Maybe the bad I'll news, unless you have HBO Max or something, I don't think you'll see it for a while. The new one? Yeah. Mm. HBO Max. There's so many different ones. I got HBO Minimum. Minimum? Yeah. You don't have Maximum? No. Oh. Well, just for another 30 bucks, you can get Maximum. Yeah. Get rid of Minimum's them. free. It's, yeah. Minimum's free? Yeah, oh. Minimum's free. Oh, well. You get nothing, but it's Minimum. Yeah, well, it's, it's good for nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. It's been so long since I had HBO. We had about six HBOs, and I canceled, and I just went on Netflix. See, about the time I was going to get HBO, you canceled, which makes me rethink my decision to get yeah, HBO, which know, I didn't do. So I should do I really want to pay so much a month for maybe two shows that I like. Curb Your Enthusiasm and maybe another one. Yeah. So I said, at least with uh, Netflix, and I don't work for Netflix, folks. No, you there's, don't. There's quite I can a, vouch. Quite a big of, of variety there. There's a lot of stuff on there, yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So it's hard to get bored with it. Yeah. Boy, we're such brats, aren't we? Really. I grew up with three channels. Now there's 300. Plus and, the streaming, yeah. And there's nothing on. And nothing on. I can't find can't anything find good. When oh. are they going to come out with something good? I only have 300 channels. We did. We grew up with three channels. Three yep. channels. And and one of them didn't work very well. Yeah, you had to move the bunny ears around and the antennas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And by the way, folks, in case you're interested, 1.2 billion in the Powerball. Oh, I'm interested. You're interested. Yeah. Was that tonight or tonight? What? Yeah. It's tonight. I hope so, I remember to buy one. Yeah, you were. Gonna, I was going to ask Alexa the Powerball, and you were. Oh gonna yeah, ask, we uh, totally forgot, didn't we? Yeah. Damn it. Oh, make another note of that. I'll try today, maybe, and uh, get word to you what mine came up mm-hmm. with. As I totally forgot about that. Alexa uh, did predict that the Phillies would win the World Series. Yeah, and they uh, did well last night. Yeah, after the game, a little tube was jumping up and down. Woohoo! Scared the daylights out of me. <laughs> Five home runs for you Philly fans yesterday. They were bashing the ball when I was watching. Man, it's hard to figure bam, baseball. Bam, bam. But we got a long way to go. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still early. All right. I guess we're rearing to go today. No yeah. guests. You had two yesterday. You, you, I had two yesterday. That's all you could handle? Yeah, that's it for the week, probably. I'm how, always, did, how was Felix? Felix was great. Yeah? Felix Cavalier. Oh, he was talkative. He was chatty. He talked about his uh, the Ed Sullivan show when he was oh, on yeah. and all the awards that he got. Just uh, And I guess he's been traveling as himself. Well, yeah, who else would he travel as? Yeah, but now it's he's going as the Rascals again. Oh, he is, okay. Because he's got another Rascal with him. And How many young Rascals were there in the day? I think there was like five in the five, day. Five, and, and now, now there there's two. Two, two of the main guys. Are they old Rascals? Probably they're, old Rascals. They're then, right? old Rascals. Old Rascals. I tell you right <laughs> now, what was my song? Good loving, good, good loving. Never mind. Mediocre loving. Mediocre. You're into mediocre today, right? Yeah, I guess so. So um, I guess he, he appeared at the casinos. I didn't even realize it. Here lately? He, is he no, coming? Not lately. Is no, he coming here? He's coming. Well, he's going to be around Connecticut. He's not actually in this area. Oh, okay. But they called me and said, you want to talk to him? I said, sure. Sure. Very nice man. Felix Cavalier who wrote most of the songs with the Young Rascals. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, his favorite was uh, People Got to Be Free. He wrote that one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good one. So that was fun yesterday to uh, chat with him. He gave me all the time in the world, which he should. You know, I'm promoting his stuff. Yeah, Felix, you are dismissed when I say you're dismissed. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Felix. He took some phone calls. Oh, nice. He was very impressed by a caller. One caller said, he was? You have some, that drummer that you had with the Rascals, he was fantastic. So they talked about the drummer. Ooh, wow. Somebody so, dropped some yeah. young Rascals knowledge. That's, that's great. That's impressive. That's great. Nice. Oh, I think I've covered everything, so I guess I'll sign off for now. Oh, no, we have a lot of things to get to. <laughs> I understand there's a midterm coming up. I don't know where I heard that. Eh. No? Eh. What do you think? Huh? Midterm. I did watch the governor's debate last night at Mohegan oh, Sun. Yeah, I yeah. know. I was going to ask you that. I didn't oh, yeah. see it. Uh, I did see I it. I know the last time you watched the debate, you thought that Stefanowski uh, was a little ahead or not? Not in the I polls. I thought he but outperformed the uh, Lamont the last debate, and I think he probably did this one too. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Hmm. No, I didn't get to see that. Yeah. Was there any issue that uh, you raised your eyebrow and said, wow? That's good, or we need that, or I don't know. Because you're a fair guy if you I say mean, that. I, had it, the I don't think anything new was revealed, so mm-hmm. not really, no. So they didn't get testy with each other? Oh, they got testy, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, a little bit. They weren't rolling on the floor wrestling or anything? Mm, no. But they do get testy. It's amazing, those debates. They are a little testy. and uh, mm-hmm. I thought one interesting question, they did like this little uh, speed uh, round. Mm-hmm. Where you give like one word answers. Oh, and they ask who was the best governor in your lifetime in Connecticut, and you'd think Lamont would say, "Well, me, of course," <laughs> but he didn't. Yeah, uh, I think he said. Did he say? I think a, he said Lowell Weicker. Did he say a Democrat? And Hodling said Lowell Weicker too, the independent candidate because he was independent. Mm-hmm. What about Stefanowski? Stefanowski said, oh, what's her name? Ella Grasso. Ella Grasso. Yeah, that's what I was Because apparently his reasoning was his her son is endorsing him. Darn. He went with Ella Grasso. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I would have said Ella Grasso. If you were Lamont, though, wouldn't you say, Lamont, me? I'm the best governor. Mm, I don't know. Or is that too... It's a little bit too uh, egotistic. He kind of was funny, and he kind of puffed up his chest, and he kind of got all superhero looking, mm-hmm. and you think he's going to say himself. But was there any humor in it? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And you would know better than anybody, but the people that were interviewing and asking the questions, were they fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. There was a couple of reporters from Channel 8, and then the uh, executive director of the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, who they're having their convention at Mohegan Sun, and they sponsored the debate. Yeah, the questions were perfectly fair. So, um, what I really like, and I don't know that sometimes they don't do it, they ask each opponent to ask the other one a question. Did they do that? They did not do that. But yeah, I've seen that before. I think that's a good one. That's not bad. That's really a good one. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the update. You're welcome. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thank you and good morning. Always good to have your company. It's going to be a beautiful day today, so let's share it together. The uh, number is 889-5252. Starting off with an open topic. You you never know when I'll sneak in a guest or two. But uh, let's get right to the lines. You're on the air. Welcome. 
Good Good morning. Wow. Ooh, testing one, two, three. You're you're on, sir. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, rascal? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I like that word, rascal. Yeah, you're such a rascal, Kevin. You're a rascal. My mom had a dog named Rascal. Was he a rascal? I think she was a girl. Let's see. Yeah, she I was had trouble. Or were they both females? <laughs> she was a rascal. Uh, rascal and the scamp. Hmm. Rascal lived like forever. Oh, good. Almost forever, not quite. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've always liked that uh, uh, rascal. So robocalls, huh? Like this one. Oh, it's awful. Oh, you, you. No, this is a Kevin call. It's not a robo. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. I was. Uh, I. I hate them. By the way, I think they should be completely illegal, unless you've established a communication or a relationship with a particular business or organization. I don't think they should be able to call you. You know, certainly not automatically by computer. You getting any um, uh, candidates? Oh, calling I got you? a great one. I think it was. Uh, Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, I can't remember where I was. I was with some people, and I got a text message from the Republican Party of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And it went on and on and on and on and on. It was about some candidate I hadn't heard of, so it might have been mm-hmm. somebody running for congressional rep or something. I'm not sure. That's good they called you. hadn't heard him. Yeah, and it just went him. on and on and on and they said to the person, and I wish I could remember who it was. I'm, it was a tape, yeah, wasn't the memory it? goes. But yeah. um, I think this person was a conservative-thinking person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, I just got spammed by the Republicans. And then I used an expletive, and the person said, yep, I agree. <laughs> oh, so it, was a, it wasn't a tape. It was a person-person. Oh, no, it was a text message. Oh, they text. Would read my lips. Text. Okay. Text. Yeah, it was a, it was a text message, and it was extremely lengthy. Uh, if it had been a phone call, I just wouldn't have answered it. Yeah, but yeah, I never answer those. Don't call yeah, somebody, somebody you shouldn't. don't know. They shouldn't have somebody. Infor- and don't ever say the word yes because they record the calls. Right, never say. They yes. want you to say the word yes, and then they can play mm-hmm. it back, and you end up buying something. They'll say, "Is this Kevin?" And you go, "Yes," and you don't do that. Makes <laughs> that so okay. Bye. <laughs> when I get next time, I get a call. They'll say, is uh, this Stu? I say, no, it's Kevin. <laughs> oh, you're a, you're a godsend. Yes. Uh, um, by the way, uh, I really enjoyed the um, A.J. Rice. Was that his name? Yeah. He's, yeah, uh, he was terrific. Well, thank you. I was you. hoping you'd take calls. I realize you can't always take calls with the guests, but mm. um, what I had wanted him to get into a little bit was, <clears throat> from what I'm gathering, and I'm not a parent, um, but I, I've known a few teenagers, over the years and recently. And I think these uh, kids, uh, I don't know what the bottom age would be, say 10 just for the sake of discussion, all the way up to 18 or so, these teenagers are being indoctrinated with this woke thinking. It's um, absolutely and true. And they say, W, if something's really cool, like they like your haircut or uh, a, a girl is really cool, they'll say, oh, she's really W. Well, that haircut's really W. Well, that's it a new all one. Comes from, it all comes from woke, and they're really getting indoctrinated into this woke culture, although I hate to call it a culture. And I was hoping to get him to talk a little about how that's happening. I assume it's through, like, TikTok and stuff like that, but I'm not sure. He kind of uh, references, you know, I read some part of his book, and, uh, you know, this has been going on and leading up to it, and 
it's really getting to the worst point. But in colleges, this has been going on for a very long time. Yeah, I think he said back the beginning of the 20th century. Yeah, I mean, think and about it. you know, it. all day and all night, I was trying to remember Marx's first name, and it was Carl. I just remembered that. Oh, Carl, yeah. Well, I was listening to you talk to Marty, Carl Marx. But, uh, but it's interesting, yeah. uh, Kevin, because... Um, if somebody announced in the college that uh, we're not having any free speech and then the students would go out and demonstrate, but basically they don't allow free speech in the colleges, particularly people who are going to come and talk. Oh, I know. And they don't want the aggravation, people who have a different opinion than a lot of the students who've been brainwashed, and they said, the heck with it, we're not going to go there. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. And there's and there's a lot of hatred involved, too, Yeah, which is the last thing this country needs. But I thought he articulated things very clearly, and uh, the fact that it was it has been going on for years and years was was interesting, and the relationship with the counterculture, which I, I guess in a sense is they're the same thing. I think I forgot what he said. I think he said that um, or cancel culture. I beg your pardon. Mm-hmm. Counterculture was what we had in the '60s. Cancel culture which I think came about after Woke, and I believe he agreed with me on that, but I'd have to play the tape. Well, I thought it was an offspring of, uh, of Cancel Woke, but they're both pretty much the same. Yeah, they, they both kind of came along. But mm-hmm. it was a good interview, and I just... I, I wanted, because I know you have a lot of parents and grandparents listening to the show, and I just want parents to be aware that the teenagers are being influenced, marketed, targeted with this... Propaganda. Well, some people will disagree with us, but I, I can give you an example with my beautiful grandchildren uh, when they got out of college. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, there was uh, their way or the highway on certain subjects. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, and I'm hearing that about a lot of uh, young people just getting out of college or mm-hmm. attending college. Yeah. And I think it's starting to happen with the teenagers too. They certainly are are being shown the vocabulary. All I can tell, you know, any young person when you go to college or school or whatever, listen to, make sure you hear both sides of the story and then make up your mind. That's all. Well, my, my aunt always used to say, and I know I've quoted her before, um, is education school is to, to teach you how to think, not what to think. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's true of college, too. Anyway, you've got other callers waiting, but I did want to uh, mm-hmm. comment about that. And, uh, Thanks, Kev. I hope to hear more about how these kids are being infiltrated, because darn it, leave the kids alone. I get really upset. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. upset about it, but try not to lose my cool, because, you know, there's a lot of things going on. We okay. do the best we can, and um, folks don't have to agree and, with us either. Do me a favor. If you have my cool, don't lose it either. Okay. I am catch your cool. <laughs> and listen, if you feel your your cool is slipping away, call me. Okay. <laughs> Give me a cool call. <laughs> See you later, buddy. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Thanks for holding. Yes, good morning. I just wanted to remind the Connecticut voters that there's another debate tonight with Blumenthal and Levy. Mm. Channel 3 at 7. Ooh, that should be very interesting. Right, Channel. and also mm. um, the Norwich voters, some of the um, voting places have changed. I've always voted at the Senior Center, and this year we're going to the Lutheran Church on Broadway. So people should really uh, check their precinct and be sure of where they're voting this year, because some of them have changed. I'm going to call the uh, 
hopefully I'll have her on tomorrow, the Registrar of Voters in Norwich. And um, for those that may not know about these changes, so I'm glad you brought it up. Right. Okay. Right, Thank thanks. you. Bye-bye. I'm expecting a big turnout, aren't you? Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's been a rough year for me, and you know all the reasons. Um, since you think I might have the right to freedom of speech, I want to say this again. There were 17 tribes or approximately in Connecticut when people decided to come here and kill off quite a few of the tribes um, by locking them up and killing them. Um, anyway, I heard Mark Betancourt add on WICH this morning, and I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the council's decisions on um, the cost of education. I think it's an outrage. I had a foster aunt that went to the Wiley Schoolhouse in Ballantown, and she taught um, school in Portland, Connecticut. I think it was elementary school her entire lifetime. And um, my foster family had Native American roots as well, and my son has another tribe in him, the Cherokee tribe. But um, I think that, you know, I think that people are doing wrong by voting Republican. I feel that Salomon has below average intelligence on how to manage a city. Um, I, I've driven the city for 38 years, and I don't know how he drives to and from work, but he's got other people doing the footwork for him and he's not managing the situation. And, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to talk, as you know, but um, all my rights have been violated in the medical system. And, uh, you know, the people haven't protected my rights. Um, so I'm trying to do what I can before I pass away. Um, but if you don't if you don't work with democracy or the Native Americans, you're not going to get anywhere. All right. And you know you can't leverage something if you don't have the people in place to do it. I I really feel very strongly that Native Americans need to take over, uh, retake some control over just developing their own agricultural policies in Connecticut, defining where Native tribes were obliterated or where they originally were, and figure out how to do their own agriculture in those areas and balance the state with the federal government. Goodbye. Hey, goodbye. Thanks for your call. You can agree or disagree with her. I mean, I, I certainly think my personal opinion is city manager Mr. Salomon has done a good job. That's my opinion on that, but your opinions are welcome. We'll be right back. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 20 
25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junkie tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear we got skinny. Basta la Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me. But Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across Eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Mr. Brian, with you, we got a beautiful day ahead and uh, we'll get to some more calls right after this. The number to get in is 860-889-5252 with Stu. Fox News commentary. A beloved rapper was shot dead at the age of 28 outside of a Houston bowling alley. The culture of lawlessness strikes again. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-393-1881. That's 800-393-1881. Takeoff, one third of rap trio Migos, was shot dead outside a downtown Houston bowling alley early Tuesday morning. Reports suggest Takeoff, along with 50 other people, were attending a private party when the shooting occurred. And unverified reports indicate the shooting involved a dispute over a dice game. But either way, this is tragic and yet another stark reminder of the lawless America that has been created and sustained. This rapper got a headline and his death will be talked about for weeks or months. But what about the 14 people, including three children, shot on Halloween night in a drive by shooting on Chicago's West Side. These stories have become so routine, many Americans barely bat an eyelash anymore. In case it's not obvious, we need more police. We need to equip those officers with the tools, training, and funding they need to do the job, and we need to drain the swamp of activist DAs who stand in their way. And in addition to more police, we need more God in this country. I'm Tommy Laren. You make sense, Kimasavi. Let's get back to the lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. This is local. St- well, this is state stuff, state level, okay? Right. What kind of state are you in today? Well, um, here and everything, but I am looking forward to turnover Tuesday. Next week, we're going to go from the left well, I to don't, the uh... right. All yes, right. we are. I'm not making predictions, but uh, you're welcome to yours. Well, okay. I'm believing that. I got a real good <clears throat> feeling. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, on the um, on the Stefanowski-Lamont deal, I did not watch that. I didn't even know it was going to go on. But 
You know sports, okay? Some. Who's the highest paid sports figure? The highest paid sports figure. That, well, that you can think of in a number. Well, let's see. Uh, I can't think of his name, but I know Aaron Judge, after his uh, new contract with either the Yankees or somewhere else, will have the uh, the biggest amount of money. He'll be making uh, like ten-year deal, thirty-seven million a year. Only thirty-seven million. And hmm. um, there's a guy who plays for uh, the Angels. I don't know why I can't think of his name. I think he has the biggest contract. However, okay. What's the? Well, uh, I was thinking because everybody says, "Wow, these pe- these sports figures—they really make extreme money <laughs> amounts." Okay. Mm-hmm. How did and what did? I hope that was mentioned last night. How did Lamont make fifty-four million in one year? And that's my question. I'm throwing out there: fifty-four million? Because I always thought. Sports figures made an extreme amount. I can understand that. Yeah, but Susan, isn't anybody's business as long as he did it legally? We don't know, know if he did it legally. Well, could how, say how that do a, we know? Could because, say that about like, anybody. You know, they talk about his wife getting all kinds of investing in all the medical stuff that went out for the COVID. I mean, we don't know. So that is one thing. He makes more. You might as well say one and a half sports figures more than anyone else. And I find that very, very odd in this state. Very odd. Well, I guess 54. I don't know any sports figure that makes no, 54 no, million a like, year. unless. Uh, but maybe Governor Lamont has a good fastball. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess mm-hmm. so. Hey, and now Eversource. They, yesterday, on one of the local news um, channels, midday... I might have said it yesterday, but maybe not. They want to increase 20 to 40% over the winter. I know why. They don't have to tell me why. You know why? We're going to be paying for everyone that is brought here and cannot pay for their, um, their lights and their heat and everything. And we should not have to do that. And number two, um, you know, up in New Hampshire... One of my sons has, uh, has a, a friend up there, and they were laughing. They go, we're already getting our heating oil rationed, and we're already having blackouts. Mm-hmm. They were laughing when, when he told them we were going to, this is what Eversource said, we're going to have blackouts because we don't have enough natural gas. Yeah, you know why? Because they don't want the pipeline from either New York or Massachusetts coming here to give us natural gas. Well, let's hope some of these things don't come to fruition, and I'll talk to you a little later. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi there. Good morning. Buenas noches, buenos dias. Good morning. I had to listen to the last few seconds okay. of Susan's rant. Here we are. I said hello. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, the call, I think it was three or four callers ago, who called to remind you of the uh, debate between Blumenthal and Levy. Mm-hmm. I hope you watch that. It's at 7 o'clock on Channel 3. I was going to call because I want to see if you're still impressed with her after because I couldn't get over even after I hung up after my like one minute call to you yesterday that you said you were so impressed with her and then you couldn't come up with one thing you were impressed by Stu, you influence a lot of people what do you mean when I was impressed by I I heard her on a couple of videos and she was uh, talking about the same things that I I'm concerned about the the border and uh, all of these 
different situations that uh, wokeness and all of that. So uh, naturally, I agreed with her. I don't. Well, hear... she was complaining. She didn't. It's a commercial. She didn't give any solutions. No, this but wasn't as I a said, this wasn't, also... this wasn't a commercial. It was an interview. Oh, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday you didn't say any of that. You said, "Oh, I don't know." And I, I said, okay, but you just said you were impressed by her. I mean, I didn't hear her talking about uh, the results of the, uh, which you brought up, the uh, the last election, but... Right, she doesn't okay. believe that the last election was really won by Biden. Okay. I didn't hear so her she's say crazy. that. crazy. But I did hear her in an interview. Mm -hmm. Okay, she doesn't believe that. She's totally anti-abortion. Mm-hmm. Which is not unusual. Hello? Okay, but she represent, she's running in a state that 80% of the population... Is does want abortion free and legal? Well, that'll probably so, hurt her. Mm -hmm. Right. So hopefully, I hope it's not going to be as close as they're predicting. When people say, "Oh, forty and 50 I'm like, it scares me that forty percent of the population of this uh, state would think someone like that. I mean, when Donald Trump called her to endorse her, I won't say the thing I told my friend because it's off color. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a woman so excited in my life. I mean, she is such a trumper uh, and a mega. And also, the rumors surrounding Pelosi's husband are disgusting. Yeah, of course and, they are. Of course they are. And those are all the right-wing crazies doing that. In fact, the second I heard about that attack, my first thing to all my friends was, well, there's another crazy MAGA person. And we found out it was another crazy MAGA person. I've heard, so, a, I've heard a lot of people on the left who uh, were saying, well, it's, the attack happened because of the Republicans' rhetoric, which is baloney because there's no, so much rhetoric. No, it isn't, Stu. That's when I say is. another crazy MAGA person, no, it's because are the you MAGA serious? people promote violence. Do you hear some of the other stuff on the other side? Come on. Well, okay, name one. One Democratic person promoting violence. Give me a break. Come on. No, name one. I'm just... Not a break. Name one. Trump does it all the time. Oh, I could punch somebody out, and I, I could shoot somebody in the street. No, yeah, all forget his about Trump. All people are revved up. Trump is not the president anymore. Joe Biden has divided this country dramatically. Come but on. Joe Biden is a very gentle man. He is not a violent-inducing person. Gentle divider, Trump, yes. Trump stirs up his crowds, he, and I'm not saying maybe not even the... But there are many, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, disturbed people in his crowds, and all they need is that little Oh, that's the that only crowd push. that's disturbed, huh? Okay. Well, do you think that guy that beat up Pelosi was disturbed? I didn't of say all. Of course he was disturbed. I said many. Do you think the guy who beat up Pelosi was disturbed? Beat up Yes, absolutely. He was. A, he, and he's a he's a MAGA supporter. He doesn't believe in the Holocaust. The, he doesn't believe about, the last election was legal. All of, he follows all the right. How about crazy the uh, How about the guy that wanted to murder Kavanaugh? He was going to go to his house and murder him. What was he? And you know that didn't get covered as much. So I'm not sure. I didn't get okay, and that's wrong too. Of course it did. But that's yeah. one. I mean, if you go on the right-wing pages, do that they show on these things, and I don't want to go on because I don't want them sending me stuff, there's a section, let's say it's 20% even, of the MAGA movement that are in the militia. They're militia groups, the Proud Boys, all of those things that promote violence. I don't know, and there might be, but if anybody can tell me a Democratic version of the Proud Boys, I don't think there is, but maybe there is. I haven't heard of one, have you? I've never heard of Power Boys or anything. I've heard the, the name. Proud Boys. I've I heard the name. Power. I've Power heard Boys. the name. And, of course, as you know, in the uh, riots a couple of years ago, those were not uh, Donald Trump fans that were rioting. You know that. Which rioting? 
Which writing? The summer riot that went on all summer. Oh, I thought you were talking about January 6th. You've heard of the Proud Boys, right, Stu? I've heard the name Proud Boys, yes. Yeah, because they were a big frag. There was a whole bunch of them at the January 6th insurrection. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, there's a violent portion of the MAGA supporters. And I'm not saying all Republicans. Notice I'm saying MAGA supporters. Because the old-fashioned Republican Party, I don't have a problem with. The people who supported Reagan, I have different views, but I don't have a problem with them. They're not violent. They're a little more conservative than me. But the MAGA supporters are a different breed. And I hope you watch that interview today, because I'd like to hear your opinion so, of it tomorrow. So um, you, you like what um, Mr. Blumenthal has done in his six years? Yes, and I also liked what he did before that. Not only has he always been for a woman's right to choose, he also, I don't know if you remember this, Stu, but 26 years ago, I know it's 26 because that's how old my daughter is, he was a guest on your show. All the time he was on my show then when right, he became senator. but I'm just senator. saying, I know 26 years ago, and that's when insurance companies were only given women one day to stay in the hospital to give birth. Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought he was a great attorney general. Yeah, but I'm just saying, and I called in, and literally my baby, my one and only baby, was due. And I said, is it because he was turning it over to two days minimum? And I said, is that current now? And I said, he said, it should be, and if they give you a hard time, call me. Well, I stayed two days in the hospital. I didn't have to call him, thank goodness. But literally, it was passed weeks before my daughter was born, and I was very grateful for that. Um, and I think he's a good person, and I think she's a crazy which with a different letter because of what she said about the election or the abortion or other things because a she supports donald trump b she doesn't think the election was worn b she doesn't want women to have health. i don't even like the word it shouldn't be health care she doesn't want women to have abortion uh health care rights abortion isn't the only issue it's health care well what about I mean, uh and i only have a minute what about richard blumenthal who supports uh, joe biden i never heard him say anything about uh, the problem on the border and the drugs that are coming in and the crime in cities. So he obviously supports everything that Joe Biden says. I've heard him talk about it, that, of course, things need solutions. But once again, he's one senator. He can't change the whole situation. Maybe he should be a little tougher on that. But you know what? Once again, and when it comes to the economy, I am so tired of people saying the economy. Yes, the economy is tough right now. Economies have come inflation recession inflation recession it's happened probably four times in my lifetime it changes it depends what's going on in the world women's right to choose was the same for 50 years and it's being taken away well, that's, I obviously I that's your care number less one about the economy uh, it'll turn around uh, again absolutely. it changes every that's four or five one, ten years whatever your number one issue which is your right but uh, do you have oil heat and one I in my house I have oil heat yes mm -hmm. It's going to be tough for everybody, and I blame yeah. the administration But you know what, too? I hope everybody also, and in another house, complicated, another house that my husband lives in, has gas heat. But I hope everybody, we haven't turned on our heat yet. I don't know if anybody else has. When it gets warm to 65, we're really blessed to have this weather. Mm -hmm. it, when it gets warm like this, if it's mm -hmm. cold and 30 degrees in the morning and it's going to warm up to 70, I don't turn on my heat. I put on a blanket or a sweater or we have a little... Uh, well, I don't do that either, but when you when it comes time, it's it's a terrible, terrible right, uh, thing for Right, but I'm just saying do that because we want to conserve because ever so <clears throat> has been saying there might be gas, natural gas shortages. So okay. don't use it now when All we right. don't really need it. Thanks for the debate. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hello, welcome Hi. to the program. Good morning. 
Hi, Stu. Hi there. I watched the uh, debate last night. What did, what's your opinion on it? Uh, I thought it was very civil. Civil is good. We like civil. Uh, yes, it was. And, and they answered the questions, and they, they were civil about it. Um, the thing that surprised me was the COVID vaccine um, with, for children. The three of them, two of them, said that it should be up to the parents, and mm-hmm. Governor Lamont said it should be a parental decision. But I don't agree with any of that. You think they shouldn't have a, a say in it, or? I I I think they can they can always have a say, but the the uh, they should give them the vaccine because children have died from this disease. It's a very powerful disease. Sure, some children have. Uh, children yeah. have very, very, very light cases. The thing that, that I think is because certainly a lot of children don't get very sick with it, and that's proven, but they could carry it on to other people. So that's yeah, yeah. that's I mean, where I uh, you know differ with some of the suggestions there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's a, like an epidemic. It's really a bad disease. And then there are other people that say the vaccination really doesn't work because so many people that got it are getting COVID. So, you know, it's yeah, confusing. I know, I know, but they're not dying of it. They're, they're getting it, but they're, they're uh, able to take care of it. Well, then that's certainly worth getting if that's yes, the case. Is. Not all the time, but that's not all, seems to be. It's never all the time. But uh, anyway, it was a very good debate. Okay, so if you didn't know who was with what party, who would you say won the debate? Uh, I would say that Governor Lamont won it. Okay. I mean, I really would. The other two were good and and everything, but he he had the the mainstream um, view. I mm-hmm. think. All right. Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad you called on that. Okay. Appreciate yeah. it. Stu Bryan with us, 61 degrees right now. We'll go up a little bit today, back with more of your calls. We're just getting warmed up. Listen now. Here's some important information about your Medicare coverage. If you're turning 65 or retiring from work in the next year, the team at Jane Ryan Insurance Group can guide you through the health and Medicare insurance maze. We can walk you through the Medicare process and help you pick the plan that's fitting for you and your needs. At Jane Ryan Insurance Group, because we're local, we know your doctor network, we know your plan options, and we know how to insure your prescriptions are covered. With Jane Ryan Insurance Group, you have a local expert that you can talk to that can explain options and help you make your decision. To be honest, we're not here to sell you anything. We're here to help you make the right Medicare decisions based on your situation and help you buy the coverage you need. Find out more at janeryaninsurance.com or talk to a local expert face-to-face. Route 85, South Main Street in Colchester. Jane Ryan Insurance Group. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Galtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. On November 8th, please vote Row 4B, Pietro Camardella. 
My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. Friday, November 4th at 8 p.m., NAC presents Miss Lottie's Cafe, starring vocal phenom Katiana in a love letter to Harlem. On Wednesday, November 9th at 7.30 p.m., NAC's Blues on Broadway features the exciting Sonia Ray Taylor Band. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. All right, 61 degrees. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Okay, thank you. What's up? What's up? Um, gas and oil prices are up, yeah. despite what the president says. I did get oil yesterday. Nope. Remember, I, I hadn't asked how much it was because I didn't. Well, how much was it? Know. A gallon. How much? 566 a gallon. 566. <clears throat> Leaves you breathless. Um, last year, the most I paid was three. Was around three sixty, just mm-hmm. under three sixty. Yeah. So it's gone up two dollars plus in one year, and they're saying that it's going to go up higher because there's a, a diesel, um, yeah, diesel mm-hmm. oil. We know the gas is uh, gas has gone up. Uh, and gas for your cars going up, up I mean, considerably. The yeah. President, the president keeps saying the prices are going down. No, they've gone up forty cents average in the past month is what I heard today. And I know from from what I have observed and paid, mm-hmm. it's gone up. I mean, I paid, um, I only paid six cents more from where, where I got it a week ago um, when, I, when I got it recently, um, but it is now gone up another 10 cents. So, you know, it went up, wait a minute, it went up. Well, at least we're prepared for it. it. We knew that was happening. When I had gotten that, Mm-hmm. to when I got it last week, and then it's gone up another 10 cents. Okay. So, you know, so I heard the person defending Blumenthal and stuff. Mm-hmm. What I say is, you know, one senator can't do anything. Oh, yeah, one senator can, because don't forget, it was 50-50, and one senator could block those bills. That's why they were pressing um, Senator Manchin to change his mind, and they finally bribed him enough that he changed his mind. He was stopping. He was stopping a bill from going through. So one senator can make a difference. Oh, of course they can. Personally, of course they can. I will not vote for any congressman or senator that is what is and was in Congress the past two years. They had a majority in the in the um, in Congress, and they, with um, Kamala Harris, had a majority in the Senate because they had. They have that 51st vote. Listen, uh, I, I'm getting close. I'm getting backed up here, so I, I know I don't want to cut you short. So if you want to call after the news, that would be okay, yeah, too, all I'm right? Just, I'm just saying, I won't vote for anybody. I don't care what they say. You know, remember, he's the sweetest man in the world. Okay. He did not stand up for our country. All right. Thank you. Bye. See if I can get this call in, because I'm getting backed up here. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stoke. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, as we get closer to the elections, uh, the same old people start calling in, and uh, that caller, two or three calls back, um, she's very opinionated about Joe Biden. Oh, and so people are opinionated well, about uh, the other side. She so. can have an opinion, but, uh, you know, she kind of gets under your skin a little bit when she gives it. Well, she's not that courteous. She's expressing and, her opinion, that's all. 
I'll tell you what. Um, I'd, I'd never vote for Blumenthal again. He he lied about his service to the country. He said he was over in Vietnam. I'm never going to forgive that. And this summer, when he was at that little uh, meeting or party he had it, that was an outside party, they were flying a communist flag at the party, and he said he didn't know anything about it. There's yeah, no one doing research for him. That was confusing. I, I don't, you know. That that I, was a lie. I may give him the benefit and on that. He's too smart to get involved in that stuff. He's got too many people around him that set his his agenda up. He's got mm-hmm. too many people. Okay. But uh, you know, still, um, listen, Joe Biden. He he actually lied about his son's death. You got to be kidding me. He said his son died in Iraq in the Iraq War. He didn't die in the Iraq War. He died here. He died of cancer. Well, he's told some real doozies through the years. Mm-hmm. I don't have the list here, but that's pretty and obvious. One of, the, one of the other doozies he did, he got on the Philadelphia Philly fans, call them obnoxious and most outrageous fans that he's ever seen. Well, watch the game tonight, Joe. I mean, uh, Stu. Because Joe Biden is going to the game, and I'm sure they're going to boo the heck out of her. All right, I got to run, but thank you. Talk to you soon. Uh, let's uh, get you to the news, and then we can have plenty of time for your opinions, viewpoints, ideas. All opinions are welcome here, and this is the show we try to get as close to the truth as we possibly can. We'll get to the top of that mountain. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for State Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for State Senate, Constantine Adipos, Treasurer. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. One thing I know for sure when it comes to extreme radical on the far left or the far right, it's pretty even. It's pretty even. If anybody says, oh, the other side's the only one that... You think of some of the stories that maybe didn't get all the big play in the media, but uh, there's been some horrible things. Uh, Republicans have been attacked.
Democrats have been attacked, and uh, this radical behavior has got to stop. And, of course, it was covered up a lot what went down in the uh, summer of love, being sarcastic there, 2020, with all the places that were burned down and people that were beat up, and it was just... But that doesn't come up that often now. Well, let's get to the news, and then we can toss a few things around. All right? See if I can catch the toss. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, where Jimmy Fallon entertains you with his talk show at 2.05. We're on FM 2, 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. Don't forget to hear our buddy on the morning show, Marty Hausberger. With you from 6 to 10. Lots of news and lots of chatter and great music. It's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. It is a question that's on the minds of many in this political season. Will former President Trump make another run for the White House? Trump's former White House Chief of Staff, Reince Priebus, says, quote, I'm like 95% he's going to run, end quote. And Priebus says if other big challengers run, Trump will be very difficult for any Republican to defeat. Correspondent Donna Warder says there is speculation that Mr. Trump's announcement could come after the midterm elections. And with less than a week to the midterms, the pollsters have been talking to Americans about what issues are top of mind for them. A new Rasmussen Report survey finds that 26% of likely U.S. voters say inflation is the most important issue in how they'll vote in this year's congressional elections, while another 22% name the economy as the top issue. They are followed by abortion rights, 19%, illegal immigration, 8%, climate change, and violent crime. Only 2% of voters name either the war in Ukraine or LGBTQ rights as the most important issue for them in the midterm election. Kim Lorman reporting. Israelis have cast votes in their national election with 85% of the ballots tallied. Former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appears poised to make a comeback. He tells supporters that he will establish a nationalist government that will see to all Israeli citizens without any exceptions. The White House now accusing North Korea of backing Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine, accusing the North of covertly shipping a significant number of artillery shells to the Russians for use in Ukraine. What's next for interest rates? We'll find out later today when we hear from the Federal Reserve, wrapping up its latest two-day policy-setting meeting. Ahead of that, stock, stocks are lower. The Dow's down 86 points, while the Nasdaq is off 64. More on these stories, townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. 
Kenya is deploying its first peacekeepers to the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo, where the rebel M23 group is behind deadly violence. The BBC's Richard Kagoe is in Nairobi. The Kenyan soldiers will arrive in the Democratic Republic of Congo as part of the East Africa Community Regional Force. Kenya Defense Forces have been deploying logistical support systems since September in readiness for the planned operations against the rebels. The contingent's first mission will be recapturing the border city of Bonagana that was seized by the M23 in June. The East Africa community agreed on a troop deployment deal to combat rebels early this year. DRC has accused Rwanda of supporting the M23 group. Kigali has denied those accusations. Taiwan welcoming a pair of experts from China to help with an ailing panda. A rare opportunity for contact between the sides. The two experts arrived today. The panda suspected of having a malignant brain tumor. News and analysis. Townhall.com. United Airlines pilots turned thumbs down on their employer's latest pay offer. The raise is nearly 15% over 18 months. It's the latest showing of resolve by airline unions to push for significant pay raises. The Airline Pilots Association reports 94% of pilots who took part voted against the proposed contract. The union says it's determined to win an industry-leading contract that recognizes the pilots' contributions to United's success. The contract rejection is being announced one day after pilots at Delta approved a symbolic strike authorization vote to protest the lack of a new contract. John Scott report. Cities and counties across the country are pushing measures aimed at stabilizing or controlling rents at a time when housing prices are skyrocketing. Voters in Orange County, Florida, and several California cities are asking voters to approve ballot measures that would cap rent hikes. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us on a beautiful November day. My, it's November. Shh. All you turkeys, get out, get out now. It's November 2nd. Uh, let's get back to the lines, 889-5252. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, happy birthday to Wonder Man today. Oh, great, Wonder Man. He seems like he just had one of those. <laughs> it goes by quick. I know, very quick. Okay, so I have just two quick comments, and, um, you know, this is a funny, and then I'm only joking, but um, Susan was wondering how uh, Lamont made his $58 million this year, whatever, um, I'm thinking maybe it's the interest off the stockpile of money he has, the billions in reserve. I'm joking. I think it's investments. That's how we got I, it. I don't but, know, really, uh, yeah. Mm. Secondly, um, when it, this Trump thing will never go away, I don't think. Uh, it just keeps uh, rearing its well, it ugly be head. would nice not to hear that and name? I think yeah. people... Keep attacking his character rather than the content of his policies when he was in. So that's how I feel. Well, you're right about that. He had some good policies, but uh, when you dislike somebody as much as folks dislike him, uh, you overlook those things. Okay, that's it. All right, that's thank my you. Point. Appreciate thank the call. You. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing? All right, sir. 
Beautiful day here on the front porch again. Oh, yes. Let me. Are the chimes working today? or uh, Trying to. Trying to. All right. I've got some good news. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, good news. What you got? The feds are going to up the interest rates again. Well, that's a really bit of news, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is if you want to buy a car or, or mm-hmm. a home or whatever. Yeah. Hey, Stu, that woman that you had back uh, in the last hour there, the one that was knocking the MAGA supporters and this and that, mm-hmm. you know, she's entitled to her opinion and whatever, but, you know, it's people like her that keep voting in the same old trash. Listen, that she believes what she believes, and uh, believe me, I watch a lot of news, and there are, there are lunatics on both sides, and it's pretty even. You know, she probably doesn't watch Fox News, but I, I wish she would for about a week and then come back and give us her opinion. I wish everybody would, would watch them for a week and then give an opinion. Sure, there'll be shows they don't like, but in general, you'll get a lot of things that you don't hear on other networks that have proven to be true. I mean, look what happened to Kavanaugh. Look what happened to the guy that's running for governor in um, New York State. Oh, yeah. And even Joe Biden, when he was uh, when he was running uh, his campaign, he said he was going to take Trump out back and go a few rounds with him. Oh yeah, there's been some horrible things said said by the uh, the liberal side. Uh, they're definitely not peachy clean. Oh, I guess she kind of forgot about that, huh? I guess, I guess, but you know, she believes what she believes, and uh, well, that's all right. Are. So hey, at least you don't have to turn the thermostat <laughs> up today. All right, and and I hope those chimes start working for you. They're trying to. I'm sitting here watching it right now, and it's swinging back and forth, but not quite enough wind yet. So All right. enjoy. All right, well, you have a good day. You too. Thank you. That is our porch buddy, and uh, we're underway. Part two of the program eight eight nine five two five two, and you would be next. Bobby's, you're gonna love it. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at Valvis.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvis, you're gonna love it. Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and/or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. We're up to 63 degrees. Welcome to the program. Uh, good morning again. <laughs> yes, what's on your mind now? I'm out taking pictures. Um, good. I, I heard that man a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What the heck is a MAG supporter? 
Well, first of all, MAG means make America great, which is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, personally. I do. You do? It's only Native Americans that can make this country great again. Don't you know that? We can all, everybody that lives in this country can help to make it great. True, true. I agree. Um, I just um, wondered about that. The other comment that I have in response to that man is I have never had cable television. I will never buy cable television. One of my general education requirements at Eastern Connecticut State University for my bachelor's degree was environment. My professor said one day that anyone who watches television is a nutcase. Well, maybe your professor's a nutcase. He wasn't Native American, and he was very brilliant because it does create a mass hysteria. And people buy into it. They think this, they think that, they think this, they think that. Everybody agrees. Everybody disagrees. And you and I both know there's no one religious body. There's no two Democrats that agree on every issue. There's no... Yeah, we're all different. It it crosses, and and we are unique. Our brains are unique, and and psychiatrists don't respect it, and psychologists don't respect it. I have gone on to the Psychology Today and Psychiatric Times magazines online occasionally and found that there are a couple of, a few up-and-coming psychologists and psychiatrists who disagree with what's been going on. Some of them are men and some of them are women. And if you go on occasionally and read those articles, you're finding out that, you know, this is a very serious thing that we've done to people. I'm really confused what you're talking about. I, you know, there are, there are good people in their trade or there are bad people in their trade. And there are most people would like things to go correctly. And, um, you can't put everybody in a basket that, you know, psychiatrists, yes, doctors, yes, we're all can. different. Yes, we're all can. different. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Ca- causing death is causing death, and we need to stop it, and we need to get our policies in line. If somebody and burglarizes a home, does that mean everybody does? state officials and mm-hmm. U.S. officials because we've done things that are very, very disproportionate to our, to our city of Norwich, to our municipalities in general, to our state in general, it's mostly communications deficiencies. Well, some but people have done a good job and others not. Wiping out tribes. Okay, I've got to run. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. You know, on this, in, okay, Native American deal that this lady keeps talking Listen, about. I wish lady I could, who came here from New York State, which is a very liberal state. Can I wish I, I could, hold on, hold on, Susan. I wish I could turn back the clock and all the injustices that happened to so many people years ago, but I can't do that. So what we have is now. Well, you know what? She doesn't know the history of the Connecticut, whatever. You know, I got the history books written by one of the Connecticut college people from 1922, and it told the actual account of why it all happened, because they were going out and 
killing and mutilating the colonists that were coming here. The Sasakis and all of them, they're bloodthirsty. They were against Uncas, and they were even against the Narragansett. That, these ones down here, the Pequots, were really anti all everybody. So does, okay? it, does it really... Is it really important to just bring up all the uh, no, things in no. the past that uh, on all sides have done wrong or right? No. Really? You know, it, it's over, okay? And it, it's not about one single... Uh, we, this is supposed to be the land of equal opportunity. And right now, the um, Biden administration wants it to be Black Lives Matter takes over everything and runs it, and white people are bad people. Um, this lady, obviously, uh, died in the world Democrat. She's saying Native Americans need to run everything, but I have good news for her. In the newspaper, besides Malerva from Mohegan Sun going to D.C. to be in the Treasury Department, there's another one that they put from uh, down here, Foxwoods, is going to D.C., picked probably by her. So they're getting their representation, but on the same token, I look at both sides of the coin. Why are they saying it's bad to see a Native American's picture as a chief? I don't get that. They put them on the Buffalo Nickel. That was an honor. You had a buffalo. You had an Indian chief on this on the opposite well, we, side. We I all look. That when we I all look at things differently. Thanks for calling, Sue. WICH weather early warning center forecast: sunny, less humid today, 69. Tonight mostly clear, cooler, 42. Thursday sunny, high 64, and Friday mostly sunny, 69. Keep this forecast. Uh, keep this weather. We, we may need it down the road. What's on your mind? We'll be right back. 889-5252. Listen now. Here's some important information about your Medicare coverage. If you're turning 65 or retiring from work in the next year, the team at Jane Ryan Insurance Group can guide you through the health and Medicare insurance maze. We can walk you through the Medicare process and help you pick the plan that's fitting for you and your needs. At Jane Ryan Insurance Group, because we're local, we know your doctor network, we know your plan options, and we know how to ensure your prescriptions are covered. With Jane Ryan Insurance Group, you have a local expert that you can talk to that can explain options and help you make your decision. To be honest, we're not here to sell you anything. We're here to help you make the right Medicare decisions based on your situation and help you buy the coverage you need. Find out more at janeryaninsurance.com or talk to a local expert face-to-face. Route 85, South Main Street in Colchester. Jane Ryan Insurance Group. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Hey, thanks for being there. We're rocking and rolling. All opinions are welcome on this program. And you're welcome, too. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Fine. I'm doing good. Thank you. Good for you. I, um, I slept in a little bit today. Okay. Uh, could you please tell me what that woman is talking about, about the Native Americans should be running everything? Well, I don't get that. Well, I'm not really getting a lot of that as well. She's uh, feeling guilty uh, about how Native Americans were treated years ago, which was, of course, a terrible thing. But it's now. We're a different uh, species of people. We're more enlightened, hopefully. And um, I don't know what, what it 
good it does to keep going back at it. Wow, and you, I, I don't speak about this very often, but I happen to be a Native American. I don't talk about it. Why? I, What's wrong I, with that? I, I don't need to. Okay, I'm, right. I'm, I'm an American. I mean, I'm a no, human being. Nobody needs to talk about their... I love their, all uh, people. Sure, I agree. Yeah, I mean, um, wow. It seems to me, in the politicians, there's a lot of chiefs and no Indians. Too many chiefs out there. But, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of who I am, and... Um, but... I'm an American. My children are. Um, my husband is out from out west. He's part Apache. I mean, I, wow. I mean, I think there's many, I know many, many people from different places that are Native and even the blacks. Listen, people they have gotten are well educated. All, of course. It's very. I mean, it's a very simple philosophy. You know, we're all yeah, whether is. you're this you're religion right. or you come from that or you have that blood. It doesn't matter. If you're a good person, we, you're we a good person. If you're same, a bad all, person, you're a bad person. That's all. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I wow, I um wow. You're wowing a lot here. I, <laughs> no, I, I'm just a little surprised. Uh, could I mean is. Wow. What what is it I, you're surprised about? I I, don't I mean, I'm that look, nobody's any better than anybody else. I don't care what your nationality is. Nobody is. We work, <clears throat> we bleed the same, we love, we hate, but oh my. Um wow, well, I I'm I just, have a different opinion on that. If you're a bad person, I think good people are better than you. If you go out to hurt people then there are people bad. better than you. Yeah, I you mean, look at it um, that way. Hmm? I mean, there's a lot of bad. I mean, um, I could be wrong, but even Irish people got treated very bad many, many, every, many years ago. Every ethnicity they, has been treated, unfortunately, horrible. Uh, mm, there's a group of people who are so anti-Catholic people. It's just, oh my! Why goodness. can't we just live and let live? I mean, remember yeah. the horrendous way that gay people were treated. Oh my! It's yeah, happened, you're right about all it's, that. It's I happened mean, through history. Uh, Fortunately, most of us have matured and understand it better. But there's still some some people who don't, and uh, they never will. And they're not going to live any longer than anybody else. And they're not superior. No, and they'll find no. out. We're all, you know, we came into this world, and we're all going out pretty much. You know, we're, we're going to get old and die, or young or die. But I, uh, I was raised eating a lot of turtle soup. Uh, um, raccoons skins. My father did. He fished. I'm very proud of that. So you think the um, key is turtle soup? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turtle soup, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, like saltwater eels. I, I mean, we used to love those as kids and blue crabs. But we, it, it was, I gotta be honest, it was a good time. The only time that I found it was sad because I, because the KK tried to burn us out. Oh, of course, with the despicable that humans. That was very scary, yeah, very scary. Uh, but there were people around. There was uh, Governor Bowles. There was so many wonderful governors that helped us all. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. You know, we, we really do. It's, we're free. We're, we're all free, free and to we're trying to, for whoever we want. We're trying to keep our freedom, and uh, we need good people to lead the country. 
good, yes, genuine, right. honest people to try to keep our country free. And we have the right, right to disagree with the government or agree, and uh, that's why we have freedom. Knock on wood, we can keep it. Right. I'm very proud to say all my ancestors fought Revolutionary War, the 1812 mm -hmm. Civil, every war, they came home. And, you know, the, but I'm proud to say that I'm just an American. I'm almost, I'm also English, but I'm just saying... Um, we all doesn't matter as same. long as you're a good person. We are. All right, thanks. Uh, I wanted to mention one thing. I watched uh, Fox News with the Ohio governors last night. Oh, yeah, the very, town very, forum. Very, very good. A very good show last night. Yeah, it was uh, and fair and balanced and very good, yes. Very. I was very happy about that. And uh, with Stefanowski and... Um, uh, what the heck is his name? Lamont, they had Lamont. their debate last night, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, it was a good debate, and um, but I got to tell you, truthfully, I don't think Lamont's going anywhere, or uh, Blumenthal. I think they're going to mm -hmm. stay, but I think there's a um, there's a debate tonight at seven with Blumenthal yes. and Leaning, and that should be very interesting because yeah, a lot of people fun. don't know about his but opponent folks, too much. Folks, enjoy the beautiful right. day and the you weather too. and life. Thank you, and you have a good day. You too. Bye thank here. you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. How are you doing today, my friend? Pretty good, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I did a couple of quick things. I heard a uh, something like uh, Blue Boy or Sad Blue Boy by Conway Twitty. We played other Conway Twitty. Lonely songs. Blue he, Boy. Yeah, he really was a really good rockabilly guy before he went country. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like outstanding rockabilly. He was a rock and roller, and then, of course, yeah. probably fortunate for him, he went country and just had a Hall of Fame country career. Oh, yeah, he really was. But I actually like his rock and roll <clears throat> stuff or rock and roll stuff better. Mm -hmm. But he, he wasn't my cup of tea in country, but he made a fortune. So, oh, yeah. Like you say, he made the right decision for him. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of smile about about let the Native Americans run things. I said, okay, well, well, which ones? The ones that slave the other Native Americans or the ones that killed all the men and stole the women <laughs> and children? <laughs> Those Native Americans, it's, it's, it's kind of laughable. These were not a, a peace-loving bunch of people either. We just happened to come over and bring our disease with us. And uh, But it's, it's, it's kind of, as you say, you go through the entire history of the planet, even today, you know, in China with the... Uh, the Islamic people being literally it's, it's horrific. Locked they're, they're up, basically yeah. in concentration camps. I mean, they take it's... their children, they kill them or reprogram them. They keep them in there for years. Mm -hmm. They don't get their kids back when they come out. And not a peep about that. And that that is literally that's behavior that that most of the most of the I'll call it uh, intelligent world has 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 you know decried for over a hundred years, and that's still going on now. You know, it's uh, amazing, and that China is doing that, and they're doing it to their own people, of course, if they have different opinions yeah. than them. And I can't find hangers that aren't made in China, in this that's country. Yes, yeah, I know. I mean, that's pathetic. It must be really outraged. What's wrong with us? We can't make our own hangers? I know. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. You can't find anything. Every now and then I see something made in Indonesia or... or oh, yeah. 
or Korea, <laughs> but that, that's a rarity still. We were going to buy some blankets the other day, and boom, made in China. And I uh, no. try not to do that. I was, I was listening to two things that made me laugh. One was, I always laugh when Joe Biden is out there promoting America. Because mm-hmm. I say, that kind of sounds like America first, Joe. We're going to buy America. Wasn't it Trump that said America first? And he was criticized. I don't know what's wrong with mega. Make America great is. <laughs> we hope so. It's to me. But the other thing is, if no one's heard it, they should go online. People that really think, and I've, I've heard it said by our esteemed politicians, that that the greatest threat to democracy is when the American voter doesn't believe that the elections matter and they're fair. Uh, and I always, and I like that choice of words. The American public believes because it doesn't mean that they have to be fair but we have to believe they're fair but but i i've heard a multitude of montages from stephanie abrams a five-minute montage of her denying the election that she lost i mean outright denying. i saw her in the news and the news said well what do you say to people that said you denied the election and as a good newscaster you're ready to refute what she says right and she says i've never denied the election okay that's good no, it's not good. Of course, I've I mean, literally they... heard a five-minute montage of her in different interviews and speeches saying, "I was cheated, I was robbed, I'm the rightful well, governor." Were, there are videos of it, and she's just oh, hoping. It's, it's unbelievable. What she's and hoping it's, it's, is they don't know. They don't. Yes, people don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, then they play the endless <clears throat> montage, and that that could literally go on for hours of the Democrats from Obama to Clinton to Biden to Pelosi. You go down the list, I'm sure Blumenthal and Chrissy Murphy's in there somewhere, saying Trump was a fraud, he didn't win the election, Russia, that phony Russian collusion thing they came up with, but they denied his election, they denied George Bush's election for the hanging Chad nonsense with Al Gore. They've been denying elections since I can remember. So now that Trump did it, it was the worst crime in history. There's there's your big hypocrisy and uh, the lies. It's massive. It's just so... So I always laugh. Yep, I agree with you guys, and that makes you more dangerous than Trump because you've been doing it for 50 years. He did it for one. So if he does it 49 more years, he'll catch up to you all. All right, buddy, thanks. All right, Stu, listen, you take care, my friend. You too, thank you. Hi, welcome, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, Stu, I've got a red hat that says, Make America Great Again. Does that mean I'm a bad, violent person? Not at all. I think that's a very positive thing to be wearing. Yeah, so do I. And your your caller from the last segment, um, the one that's very opinionated in her direction... But if you have something to say, she doesn't want to hear it. Listen, we all we all we all would like to make uh, America greater, better. You should right. never stop That's wanting right. to do that. But one of the things that she said was that how violent these MAGA people are. I'm going to give you an example. What could be more violent than murdering babies all the way up to when they're born? To me, that's the most violent thing there is. And that's what she believes in. She believes it's okay to kill babies. Don't you agree? Well, if you're pro-choice or pro-abortion, that's what people feel. You know, That's they... right. And there's no wiggle room. Either you believe it or you don't believe it, you know? Some people say, well, I'm a Democrat, but I don't believe it. Hey, you vote for Democrat, you believe it. So... What I want to say is, no matter how bad things were, I mean, you had a 
a demonstration that got out of hand on January 6th. That wasn't an insurrection. No, and as far as the, the election, people, yeah. Biden did win it by vote count. But think of all the suppression that went on before that with the news media, Facebook. Oh, cover-ups for that, sure. The, cover, the cover-ups. I there mean, were he was, a lot of people that I know that said they would have voted for Trump if they knew how bad Biden was. Well, so they manipulated. If you're the talking election. about cheating, the media definitely cheated on on the election. Yes, that's for that's sure. right. Facebook. Mm-hmm. What he spent a hundred million dollars to get Biden elected. Well, so that's all I got to say. Is all right. I, thank you. You want to be violent? Killing babies is the most violent thing that can be. All right. Thanks, sir. Thank you, Stu. Oh, the abortion issue. We could get into that. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely against late-term abortion. But I don't want people, and there are still states, of course, where you can get an abortion. Many of the states, probably most of them. But I would never want it to go back to how it was when uh, people were trying to get an abortion and going to some quack doctor who was killing them. So the question is, do you prefer to have the state make the decision? But certainly, I think most people, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, are not in favor of late-term abortion, at least the ones I ask. You're on the air. Welcome. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wonder Man. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, Marilyn. Appreciate it. Yes, today is Wonder Man's birthday. We wonder why we haven't heard from him. You're on the air. Welcome. Obviously, your caller before the happy birthday caller didn't watch any of the hearings on January 6th because that was not a thing that got out of hand. That was a planned insurrection, planned ahead of time. He knew there were weapons. He wanted to let them in with weapons without going through the uh, metal detectors. So anything else he said after that was just like, Insignificant because he doesn't understand truth. So not, you, I'm not a fan of Trump, but why? Why would Trump say we should have the National Guard here? He didn't. He didn't say that. It's on video. No. Yeah. And oh, also, why did you think Nancy Pelosi had the right to call them? Because we have it on video. We're calling, saying, "Can Trump get the National Guard? Can Pence get the National Guard?" She obviously didn't have the authority to call the National Guard. I thought she did. No, she didn't, and you keep saying that, because it's on video while they were hiding from these, oh, just her, a thing that got out of hand. Her and the no, mayor, it was well, planned in advance. They had weapons. <clears throat> I'm surprised there wasn't more deaths, because they had weapons, so I'm really shocked, actually, that people really, I, I weren't killed know. in mass. Can you give me more details on the weapons? I don't know much about where the weapons were. You, so you didn't watch any of the hearings, either? I watched some of the hearings, but the reason I didn't watch it, because there was never another side to the issue. Because there wasn't there another was nobody side to thing. ask questions. What do you mean? They can ask questions about some of the things that they said. For instance, no policemen were killed during that riot. That's been alive ever since January 6th. Wait, not, no, nobody said they were killed there. Oh, Many of them goodness. were killed you, because of the are riot. Are you kidding? We've they heard were it either, dominating the, the news for so many months. Well, I didn't hear that, and I watch the news all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you listen to that one police officer, and again, Republicans are supposed to be pro-police, that 
insurrection obviously proved they weren't. Um, but that one, Michael, his last name begins with an F. It might be, for, I'm not sure. But he's on the news all the time. The one that was really beaten up and um, they tried to take his gun. And thank God they didn't kill him. Um, you know, they were totally against the police at that. Uh, well, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi did not, did not want National Guard to come in. Yes, she did she not. Did. Well, Watch I don't video. know. I don't know what you're hearing. Okay. I'm not hearing. I'm seeing it. Oh, the hearing. Video that's oh, the been hearing. All over the news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not. Mm-hmm. It is. And Maybe for after. Gentlemen, I love it when they say their opinion. It's not rude. But I, did you think the first call today that I was rude to you? I don't think I was rude no, to I don't, you. No, I don't feel that way when we disagree. No. Yeah. So I was like, when he said that, I'm like, it's a different opinion. We're discussing different opinions. That doesn't mean one person is rude. So I was wondering. I was like, you know, some of these old men, I just think they don't understand conversation. And, oh, also, the gentleman who, I think he was the same gentleman who said, Biden, nev- I don't know if he never said it, but Biden has always said, his son died of cancer. He's talked about it thousands of times. He's, that's why he has that whole cancer moonshot thing where they're trying to do without cancer. What he might have said, I'm guessing this, because this gentleman obviously misunderstands things a lot, is that maybe the cancer was caused by his service in Iraq. Because look at how many people with all these ads on well, now for lawyers. My, oh, my goodness. My opinion um, of Joe Biden is about the lowest. I have such a low opinion of Joe Biden. I don't never know when he is telling the truth. He is actually. not going to lie about his son's death. He was devastated by that. Okay. So I will say that right now. Right. And he's always said his son died of brain cancer. All right. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. There are two hats you could wear. And that's the MAGA hat, right? Make America Great Again. Or you can wear the BS hat that, that means Biden supporter. All right, thank you. WICH, you're on the air. Hi there. Speak to me. WICH, you're on the air. Talk to me. Hi, hi. Hey, uh, again, she called back in. She doesn't do any research on her opinion. Number one, Nancy Pelosi is in charge of the police at the Capitol. As far as I knew, she was. I, I you know, I, I'll Trump look it up is again. In charge of the National Guard and the Army, because that is the federal part of the government. She can't call in the National Guard. He has to do it. There is a video that says uh, that he's saying that to bring in the National Guard, unless somebody doctored a video, and also the mayor uh, Washington could. Uh, Ask for them to come in as well. So, and, uh, I guess we'll and, just and go I'm around gonna, on that I'm one. Give my opinion, but as far as her opinions go, I've done more for this country, this state, this city than she'll probably ever do. Well, that's her got life. nothing to do with the. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we're great. Uh, we're grateful for you, but she's giving her opinion. That's it. You know. I I really wish people would research their opinions. All right, sir. Thank you. WICH, welcome to the program. Stu, I, I, I had to say, that hit me right in the stomach. Well, listen, you've been on this hour. You've got to be... Gentlemen, they call. Better, give me, a, give me a minute. Hello. So You're going to have to give me a, pit, a quick, quick well, minute. Well, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. That was an insult, and I think she should apologize for it. An insult to what, what was, what was when the... When she called the gentleman, that old man, that oh, okay. called in. Yeah, that, that was, I would, uh, that yeah, was I uncalled would for. All right, thank you. Try to figure out which one was which. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. 
Yes. The officer who was beaten on August uh, January 6th was Officer Fanon. All right, Officer Fanon. There was a there was a phony story about some officer being beaten by a pipe. That was not well, not well, true. He, he was beaten. He was beaten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But okay. I have heard many many news stations say three or four policemen were killed during that uh, terrible day, January 6th. Some news media just wants to hang on to it, but that was not true. Well, I know Officer Fanon. I've seen him on TV. Of course, it's a terrible thing. It was was a terrible thing that happened to him. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. I just wanted to call to let you know that you are knowledgeable, you're patient and kind, and we love listening to you for over 30 years. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I I appreciate appreciate you taking the time. Have a wonderful day. You too. And I'm going to give you a very kind weather forecast. Hopefully it's not one of a kind. Sunny, less humid today, 69. Tonight, mostly clear and cooler, 42. Thursday, sunny, high 64. And Friday, mostly sunny, 69. Yeah, I did that for you. 65 degrees. I just beg of you folks, if you have friends or relatives who have different political points of view, don't ruin those relationships because somebody has a different point of view to you. Think about it. Every opinion, there's uh, some things you can agree with or disagree with, but so what? You're not going to lose friendships or family because of it. Okay, that's my public service message today. Voting day is coming up this Tuesday. Vote for the candidate of your choice. It's always a good feeling when you get out of the phony vote. Uh, I don't know you, but I feel good. You know, gee, I did that. I did my civic duty. That's what our men and women have fought for all these years, so we can go and vote for the candidate we think will do a good job. In 2020, Ms. Olson and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. Lunchtime oldies from noon to one. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hello, Stu. Hi there. Hey, I think if anybody's concerned about this country and the direction it's going, I think you should wipe out all these Democrats. They're poison. Vote straight Republican. we got to get rid of these Democrats, right from the top down to the bottom. All right, sir. That's my opinion. Thanks for your opinion. 860-889-5252 is the telephone number. Do you agree or disagree with that? You're on the air. Welcome. I agree with them. <laughs> Vote out the Democrats. So there must be some good people in there, in your opinion, no? Okay, well, no. we, don't, we don't get into that. That's okay. What else? What else? In, in the Day Today editorial, they said if Bob Stefanowski had answered yes when asked if he would denounce the anti-democracy stance of his national party and former President Trump, especially in connection with the January 6th assault. 
mm-hmm. the day would have been free to give serious consideration to endorsing him. Um, but really? then they said they endorsed Lamont, but they said they need a better four years from him. Um, they should they should not have allowed that to make the decision on Stefanowski. They praised him on so many items. Um, January 6th, there should not have been an assault on the Capitol. They should not have broken into the Capitol. Of course, it was a horrible day. It was a horrible day. That. And it wasn't, it wasn't endorsed by President Trump. It was, it was started by one of these outlier groups. And, and they're being punished. One of the leaders got seven years in prison for it. You know, they're mm-hmm. the ones that, that did it, not President Trump. And as far as him denying, you know, not admitting that he lost the election, Hillary Clinton's still saying she didn't lose the election in 2016. Oh, yeah, the, the other side has done the same thing. Maybe not I, as uh, stimulating as uh, Donald Trump, but I saw Hillary the other day on television saying, oh, the next election is going to be, there's going to be cheated by the Republicans. They're going to cheat you. That's what right. she said. That's encouraging. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I heard somebody, they were talking about, you know, defending Biden, saying his son was killed in Iraq. Yes, his, his son might have gotten um, exposed to things in Iraq that caused his cancer, but he did not die in Iraq. And that's what he keeps saying. Just like he, he says that when he took office, gas was at $5 a gallon. No, gas was at about 240 a gallon. Um, just like he says that inflation was started before. No, inflation was about 2% when he took office. It's now 8.4%. So our economy has, has um, declined since he became office. Um, the, as I said before, you know, anybody that has a real heat, you know, you might be having your house set at 60 degrees because it's 566 a gallon and it's only going to go up. Um, well, we, won't, we don't want anybody freezing, you know, people who have, uh, you know, some illnesses or uh, older folks. Who, right. So we've got to keep well, an eye yeah, on them. I mean, it, that's in, in my case, too. I mean, last year, even with the price going up to the three, like I said, 370, um, we still kept our heat up a little bit. Both my husband and I have lung conditions um, that, you know, leave us prone to bronchitis and things. So we don't want to freeze to death. But um, I am going to keep it a little bit cooler than than normal. Well, as long as it doesn't um, hurt your health, because that's number one. Blanket, mm-hmm. um, you need to think of it. I just say, vote them all out. Anybody that was in office for the past two years, vote them out. That's, all right. Thanks it. for your opinion. I'm not sure that's fair. You can vote. Uh, you can vote straight party, or you can uh, you can mix it up. However, you want to do it when you vote. Of course, get to know your candidate. The ones you want to vote for or not vote for. Make sure you you're getting all the truth because there's terrible lying when it comes to politics. Unfortunately, it's been proven many times. So. Um, I guess if people don't do a little fibbing, maybe they'll never get elected. Maybe that's the deal. 
889-5252. Plenty of time for your opinions. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, good morning, Stu. Welcome, uh, buddy. A lot of excitement out there today. That's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. People watched the show last night and got the uh, rev- Oops, I'm, you're cutting out on me on the phone there. Oh, okay. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're fine now, yes. Okay. I uh, Like I said, I, I didn't see the uh, debate last night. I, unfortunately, I couldn't watch it. But mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know whether you did or whether others uh, who call in uh, can shed some light on this. But if, you, if, if, if Lamont had not been a governor for the last four years, let's say he just came on the scene and he's running for the first time as governor, uh, and you had to make a decision about which candidate views uh, they have for the next four or five years for the state. Who, who, who projected into the future what they want to do? What are some of the things that Lamont would like to see now that He's got a he's got a little bit of money. Any governor walking in has a seems like they have a a few billion to work with. Oh my God, uh, yeah. So what what do they uh, <clears throat> what what do you think if you watched it? Do you think uh, the candidate addressed the future? I didn't see the debate, so okay. you know, I can't comment on it. I know that uh, one listener said that uh, he did well, Stefanowski. Another thought that uh, Lamont did uh, better. Uh, I've tried to get uh, Stefanowski on my show many times. I think it's a mistake that he has not come in. But um, I know there's been editorials in the day, believe it or not, that have touted him. Or they have said that uh, they're not happy with Lamont, but they still endorse uh, him, which is strange. But anyway, how about you? Well, I uh, okay. But I'm wondering... You know, who's talking, you know, what are their talking points for the future? That's what I'm talking about. Who wants to do something about the future, whether it's education or mental health or crime or, or whatever, low pro- tax, tax, taxes. I mean, who who's talking about that? Not about, oh, gee, you didn't do a good job and Ned, Ned, you're this and this guy doesn't have it. But I'm just wondering because I think, I think we've heard about all the past. We know about the past. Mm-hmm. But I want to know about the future. You know, you're making I want to know great about point. the future. Period. You're making a great point. They make so much time bashing each other, but... Just... Uh, yeah, I don't care about... Uh, you know, I don't care if his hair is gray or if it's blue or his eyes are hazel. I don't really care. Uh, I just want to know what they want to do mm-hmm. to make this what they perceive as a, you know, a great state, make a great state better. What are the... Yeah. I don't know. I, I and I'm I'm going to keep my radio on in hopes that in the next uh, couple hours uh, people call in and shed that just that. It would be refreshing saying, you know, I'd really like to make things better, and this is how I'd like to do it. Period. That's the only question. Go That's ahead. the only question the debate needs. What do you want to do to make the state better? You've got an hour to tell us. Go ahead. So you don't want to know what color their eyes are, huh? I don't care. Okay. I don't care if they're I don't care if they're blind. I, I'll vote for whoever. All right. um, but I, I need I need to know what the, what's in their head, what's in their heart about them tomorrow, the next day, the next year. Excellent point. Thank you, sir. Take care. Appreciate it. Hi. Good morning to you. You're on the air. Uh, yeah. Hi. I have a box spring mattress. It's a queen, and mm-hmm. I'm, it's uh, brand new because it's in plastic still. Give me a call eight six zero seven one zero two eight 
610 2172. All right. I'm see if we can get you some luck here. You can squeeze in some swap and sell along with your opinions on some of the things that we've spoken about. Noon to one, we'll have complete fun. If there is such a thing on the lunchtime oldies. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. What is morning sickness and what can you do for it? I'll be right back with some ideas. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Morning sickness is a term that refers to nausea and vomiting during pregnancy. Usually it occurs during the first three months and is usually worse in the morning, but may occur any time of the day during any trimester. What can you do to reduce the symptoms? Eat dry crackers or toast at bedtime and early in the morning. Avoid large meals. Choose high-protein foods over high-fat foods. Use gelatin, broth, ginger ale, or tea to help reduce symptoms. And of course, if your symptoms are severe or prolonged, consult your doctor. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for your calls. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes. Good morning, Stu. A couple things for swaps? Yeah, sure. We can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, My friend has a couple of beautiful black leather coats, women's leather coats size large uh they're made by wilson uh excellent condition like brand new one's a long one and one's a short one and i believe she wants like 80 bucks a piece for those and i also have um by WeatherTech some side window deflectors um the kind to keep out the rain you can crack your window and let some air in there without the rain getting in uh they'll to fit a um 2003 to 2009 Hyundai Accent, a two-door um, sedan, and I'll take uh, 100 bucks for those. Like I said, they're made by WeatherTech. They were $140. And call me here at 860-823-7381. 823-7381. How's your classic car doing, okay? Oh, it's doing great. Thank you so much for asking. Yes, I'm going to take it out today. (laughs) All right, sir. Good day for that. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Sue. Yeah, I love those classic cars. Some of them look brand new. I don't know. I was thinking if I had one of those babies, maybe I'd be afraid to park it anywhere. They look so good, you know? Well, you have to have confidence that people wouldn't touch your car. We'll be right back. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support 
an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, less humid today, 69. A cooler night tonight under a mostly clear sky, 42. More sunshine tomorrow, a little cooler than today, high 64. And then mostly sunny again on Friday and again up to 69. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Just what the weatherman said, it's warming up. It's currently 65 degrees right now at WICH. We like to give you an interesting mix of music on our lunchtime oldies. So we'll work hard to do that today for you. I do have time for another call, but in the meantime, maybe we'll get you to the news with uh, a little bit of Frank Sinatra. Right? Everybody likes a little bit of Frank Sinatra to take you to the new news. I don't want to get a call rolling and cut anybody short. This is a good attitude. It's called The Best is Yet to Come. And wouldn't it be fine, huh? Count Basie and Sinatra. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. Came along and everything started into hum. Still, it's a real good bet the best is yet to come. Best is yet to come, and babe, won't that be fine? Think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. And wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet. Come and babe, won't it be fine? Best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Come the day you're mine. I'm gonna teach you to fly. We've only tasted the wine. We're gonna drain the cup dry. Till your charms are ripe for these arms to surround You think you've flown before But baby, you ain't left the ground Wait till you're locked in my embrace Wait till I draw you near Wait till you see that sunshine place Nothing like it here The best is yet 
to come and babe, won't it be fun? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Come the day you're mine. And you're gonna be mine. Can you imagine how many songs Frank Sinatra recorded in his lifetime? I was looking at that the other day, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on vinyl, and uh, it's astounding, totally astounding. little reminder about the Veterans Coffee House, second Tuesdays in Montville, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Veterans can socialize and receive information regarding veterans' benefits, services. It's great. 425-6617 is the number to call. It's at the Montville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Montville. It's just a terrific thing for the veterans. And you can learn things you may not have known that can help you out in lots of different situations. Hey, thanks for all the calls in the first part of our show today. We are going to take a lunchtime oldie break, play some tunes that I hope you'll enjoy. Try to hum along with them. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And yes, we're on FM 2, 94.233 DB in Norwich. Coming up to noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A decision expected soon. Former President Donald Trump has been teasing another presidential run since before he left the White House. But aides to the former president are reportedly now preparing for a 2024 campaign that could be announced soon after next week's midterms. Former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appears to be heading toward victory in national elections, with 80% of the ballots counted. It looks like voters have given Netanyahu and his far-right allies a stable majority in the country's parliament. Votes are still being counted and the result's not final. But it's looking like Israel will get the most right-wing government for years, bolstered by a strong showing from the ultra-nationalist religious Zionism party, whose members use inflammatory anti-Arab and anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. The initial results pointed to a continued right-wing shift in the Israeli electorate, further dimming hopes for peace with the Palestinian and setting the stage for possible conflict with the Biden administration. I'm Charles Dulodesma. Also at townhall.com, in health news, CVS and Walgreens announce opioid settlements totaling $10 billion. Details from Bernie Bennett. CVS Health and Walgreens Company announced agreements in principle to pay about $5 billion each to settle lawsuits nationwide over the toll of opioids. And the lawyer said Walmart is in discussions for a deal. Together, the developments amount to what could be the last round of huge settlements after years of litigation over the drug industry's role in an overdose epidemic that had been linked to more than half a million deaths in the U.S. over the past two decades. The deals call for most of the funds from Moonsocket, Rhode Island-based CVS and Deerfield, Illinois-based Walgreens to be used to fight the opioid crisis. Bernie Bennett reporting. Ahead of the Fed announcement on interest rates, stocks are lower. The Dow is down 50 points and the Nasdaq off 108. More at townhall.com. 
Early Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Saudi Arabia telling the U.S. that Iran is prepping for an attack on the kingdom. U.S. officials have confirmed that Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with American officials that suggest Iran could be preparing for an imminent attack on the kingdom. The concern comes as the Biden administration is criticizing Tehran for its crackdown on widespread protests and condemning it for sending hundreds of drones to Russia for use in its war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, U.S. relations with Saudi Arabia have soured after the Saudis and other OPEC-plus nations announced in October that it would cut oil production by 2 million barrels per day. The administration says it is reviewing U.S. relations with the Saudis. i Norman Hall. Air raid sirens sounding on a South Korean island after North Korea has fired more than 20 missiles, at least one of them in its direction, and landing near the rival's 10th seaboarder region. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A sequel to the 1983 classic movie, A Christmas Story, is on the way. A Christmas Story Christmas sees the return of original star Pete Billingsley as an adult, Ralphie, who returns to the home he grew up in with his new family. While the original movie was set in the 1940s, the new movie is set in the 1970s. Ian Petrella, Zach Ward, Scott Schwartz, and R.D. Robb are also returning to reprise their previous roles from the 1983 movie. A Christmas Story Christmas debuts on HBO Max on November 17th. Tasha Stevens reporting. Houston 5-2 win over Philadelphia in Game 2 was viewed by 10,789,000 people on Fox as the matchup remained the most viewed World Series since 2019. The audience for Saturday's game was up 3% from the 10,434,000 with the Astros 7-2 win over Atlanta in Game 2 last year. More on these stories at townhall.com. Here he comes. Walking down the street It's the funniest looks from Everyone he meets Hey, hey, it's to Ryan People say you're monkeying around I've been drunk too busy playing Is that a good old, old
is my name My life has been empty My heart has been torn It must have been raining The night I was born Yeah, lonely, lonely blue boy Is my name This letter to someone unknown. So if you should find it, and if you're alone, oh well, lonely, lonely blue boy is my name. That last part of the song where he goes, only Boo Boy. Hey, welcome. That's Conway Twitty with Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break on a perfectly beautiful sunny day. Temperature is at 66 degrees right now. So if you're on the back porch, the front porch, cruising along, enjoy the songs. Let's play a few blue songs to start things off because we have blue skies. It was Lonely Blue Boy. This is Baby Blue. Go! 
Sad story goes along with Badfinger. The, the, the group went broke. I mean, they had some big hits. They were on Apple, which was the Beatles label, but uh, they did not have too much luck with the people that they dealt with for their musical career, and it ended very quickly. But they had a few big hits. That was one of them, Baby Blue. Starting off with a little blue medley today. When Wilpa will call, and evening is night, I hurry to my blue airborne. You turn to the right, you find a little bright light that leads you to my blue airborne. You find a cozy place, fireplace, cozy room. Color has been in the musical titles more than any other, and it's blue. Yeah, so we should do a little, uh, what do you say, a little blue medley here? the night softer than satin was the light from the stars she wore blue velvet bluer than velvet were her eyes warmer than May her tender Size. Love was ours. Ours love I held tightly, feeling the rapture grow like a flame burning brightly. But when she left. Gone was the glow of blue 
brought in my heart they'll always be precious and warm a memory through the years and I still can see blue velvet through my and warm a memory through the years and I still can see blue velvet through my Number one hit for Bobby Vinton in 1963. I believe it was originally done by Tony Bennett. Tony had a big hit with it too, but son of a gun. That was a number one song for Bobby Vinton. RWICH weather, perfect. I can't find anything wrong with it. Hmm. Less humid today, high 69, mostly clear and cooler, 42. Thursday, sunny, 64. And Friday, mostly sunny, 69 degrees. Currently, it's right at 66. WICHAM and FM. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because they're experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Porsches can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutorepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London. 
but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. How many of you out there have blue eyes? Well, we're having a little blues segment on our lunchtime oldies. And it's not all sad. There's some fun blues songs, all right? Many, many people have recorded the uh, song Blue Moon. Dozens of people, as a matter of fact. Some of them had hits with the Blue Moon song and others not. And, of course, we uh, had that song by the Marcells called Blue Moon, which had a different arrangement for sure. Here it is. There was nothing like this full moon, blue moon. Dang it, dang, dang, ding it on the blue moon. You knew just what I was there for. You heard me saying a prayer for someone I really care for. And then this I love that note. There it is, Blue Moon by the Marcells on WICH. Mixing some blues in there today. Hey, the Brothers Four. Putin any music. The city council met last week. The vote was four to three. To burn the hometown depot down and build a factory. To take that stretch of history and tear it off the map. To melt old engine number nine and turn it into scrap. Blue water, blue water, blue water line. Blue 
gave and we could save the blue water line. Oh, I could tell you stories of the glories on that train, of the 49er miners and the time old Jesse James stole a thousand golden nuggets in that great train robbery. With Todd upon his knee Blue water, blue water, blue water line Blue water, blue water, blue water line If you can't afford a quarter Then you ought to give a dime If everybody gave then we could save the For Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, having a blue hour. Got a bunch of them for you. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoe. You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoe. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face. Slander my name all over the place And do anything that you wanna do But uh-uh, honey, lay up of my shoes Don't you step on my blue suede shoe You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoe my car, you drink my liquor from my old fruit jar, you do anything that you want to do, but uh-uh, honey, lay up of them shoes, and don't you step on my blue sweat shoes, you can do anything but lay off of my blue sweat shoes, right. For the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoe. 
shoes i'll tell you right now count perkins that was his first big hit biggest hit when he was with sun records and then elvis recorded blue suede shoes and he was upset because you know it took a little bit of the steam away from his version but he did have the biggest hit carl perkins with blue suede shoes got another sing-along for you Never saw the sun shining so Look bright. out the window. Never saw things going so right. Magic. Noticing the days hurrying by. When you're in love, my, how they fly. Oh, skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies do I see Bluebirds singing a song Nothing but bluebirds all day long I never saw the sun shining so bright Never saw things going so right Noticing the days are hurrying by When you're in love, my, how they fly Blue days, all of them gone Nothing but blue skies from now on Never saw the sun shining so bright Never saw things going so right Noticing the days are hurrying by When you're in love, my, how they fly Blue days, all of them gone Nothing but blue sky Bobby Darren, 1960, who recorded that version of Blue Skies. See some blues that can get you in a better mood. Here's a song called Jackie Blue by the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. A little cordon blue for lunch. Just a thought.
singers have uh, what they say songs in the can they're waiting to release them and uh, sometimes they hesitate they think there's something better when Elvis Presley died in 1977 they immediately released a song that he recorded called Moody Blue and instantly it became a number one hit and sold a million copies here's Elvis with his blue song That changes every time When you think you're gonna win You think she's giving in A stranger's all you'll find Yeah, it's hard to figure out What she's all about But she's woman through and through She's a complicated lady So call her my baby
when Elvis Presley died, they released RCA all of his albums again. And people were buying those Elvis songs and albums in droves. All of a sudden, his uh, popularity was skyrocketing even more. It was, it was amazing. You could go into a record store, remember those, and buy just about any old album that they uh, brought back for many, many, uh, actually for a very long time after Elvis uh, had passed away. That's his uh, Moody Blue. Here's uh, Roy Orbison. He's got a Blue Angel. hitting those pretty high notes there. So when you have the blues, does that change your eyes to uh, blue? Well, here's Crystal Gale. I want to make my brown eyes blue. You're with Stu. Just got into some blue songs today. Enjoy them. Don't know when I've been so blue Don't know what Come over you You found someone And don't 
it make my brown eyes blue I'll be fine when you're gone I'll just cry all night long Say it is untrue And don't it make my brown eyes What I had But honey now I Some of our finest crystal there, and uh, don't it make my brown eyes blue. So, uh, did you have a place called Blueberry Hill when you were growing up? Huh? A lot of names for it. Lover's Lane. A place you weren't allowed to go. Where'd you get your thrill? I found my thrill.
Just out here picking blueberries. We're being good. All right, we've got uh, Elton John's got a blue song for you coming up. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now, because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet in the Montville Common Shopping Center on Route 32 in Uncasville and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. Don't forget UConn Sports on the weekends, too, with the great 60s and 70s music. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed a tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Art Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich. Events include First Friday in the Art Gallery and live music in the intimate Donald L. Oat Theater. Friday, November 4th at 8 p.m., NAC presents Miss Lottie's Cafe, starring vocal phenom Katiana in a love letter to Harlem. On Wednesday, November 9th at 7.30 p.m., NAC's Blues on Broadway features the exciting Sonia Ray Taylor Band. For tickets and more information, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, they're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. Blue eyes, baby's got blue eyes, like a deep blue sea. Tears holding back the pain. 
They see eye to eye with each other. Huh? Elton John, Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break, breaking into the uh, great blue songs of all time. Certainly we've had a lot of them. We'll continue with a, a little more. A lot of folks been asking about the song Love is Blue, which was a, a French song. I believe it was a French song written by a guy by the name of uh, Paul Moriat. And the song was very popular in France. And then it just came over to this country. It's very unusual for a uh, instrumental to become a tremendous hit. But in this particular case, it uh, certainly did become a tremendous hit. And we're going to play it for you in just a little bit. Check the weather forecast. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, less humid today, 69. A cooler night tonight under a mostly clear sky, 42. More sunshine tomorrow, a little cooler than today, high 64. And then mostly sunny again on Friday and again up to 69. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. 
You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Right, we'll be playing that uh, Love is Blue coming up uh, very soon on WICH. Dig that out by Paul Marriott and the orchestra. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London. But also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Well, here's an off-the-wall blues song that you may have forgot about by the group called Sticks. It's called The Blue Collar Man. Oh, I'm a- 
Kind of like that one, huh? It's going to be a blue-collar man and cover up the ring. Well, we can't, uh, we cannot leave our blue mix without uh, one of the great instrumental songs called Love is Blue with Stu, Lunchtime Oldies. Remember when Charlie Chaplin ate his shoe? Well, it, it rhymed, that's all. Radio W110 Norwich, FM 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Anything goes next hour. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The American economy uh, continues to crank out jobs. Payroll processor ADP says private sector employers hired 239,000 people last month, beating Wall Street's estimate of 195,000 jobs created in October. The leisure and hospitality sector is responsible for the lion's share of the new positions with 210,000 jobs. Wages rose as well, up 7.7% overall, still not enough to keep pace with inflation. The government will release its employment report on Friday. Rich Thomason reporting. Former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appears to be heading toward victory in national elections. With some 85% of the ballots counted, showing that voters gave him and his conservative allies what looks like a stable majority in the country's parliament votes still being counted. Also at townhall.com on a South Korean island, residents evacuated to underground shelters after North Korea fired more than 20 missiles, at least one of them in its direction and landing near the rival's 10th sea border. South Korea quickly responded by launching its own missiles in the same border area. U.S. stocks edging lower ahead of the Federal Reserve's policy decision. Some big tech stocks were particularly hit hard. Amazon shares kept sliding after exiting the trillion-dollar club yesterday. 
The Fed is expected to approve another three-quarter percentage point interest rate raise this afternoon. The big question for Wall Street, whether Fed Chairman Jerome Powell will offer any clues about how much higher the central bank may have to raise rates moving forward. The rate increases and talk of a Fed pivot have stoked big swings across stocks and bond markets this year. Bernie Bennett reporting. And on Wall Street, the Dow is down 68 points. The Nasdaq 110 points lower. More at townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy! The Agriculture Department announcing more than $223 million in grants and loans to help small and mid-sized meat processing plants expand to help boost competition in the highly concentrated industry. The effort expected to add more than 1,100 jobs, mostly in rural areas where those plants are. The aim is to reduce prices for consumers by increasing competition. A best-selling author dies at the age of 49. Julie Powell, author of the well-known book and movie Julie and Julia, passed away suddenly in her New York home on Wednesday after going into cardiac arrest. Powell's book Julie and Julia told of her attempt to cook every recipe in a Julia Child's cookbook. Her novel sold over a million copies and it was adapted into a 2009 film starring Amy Adams as Powell and Meryl Streep as Childs. Tasha Stevens reporting. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A former politician in Connecticut pleads guilty to stealing virus relief funds. Michael DeMassa pled guilty Tuesday to federal charges in connection with the theft of more than $1.2 million in federal coronavirus relief funds when he was an aide to the City Council of West Haven, Connecticut and a Democratic state representative. He'll have to pay the city back and could face over four years in prison, according to sentencing guidelines. Prosecutors in Hartford say he conspired to defraud the city using bogus invoices for coronavirus-related services that were never performed and used some of the money for gambling and the Mohegan Sun Casino. His wife and a business partner also pled guilty, and a fourth person accused in the case awaits trial. I'm Jennifer King. The glistening white salt of the world-famous Bonneville Salt Flats is shrinking near the Utah-Nevada line. Researchers know a century of mining a potassium-based salt called potash has played a role, and they're also trying to assess how tourism is factored in. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Imagine stealing money from the uh, COVID virus relief donations and money. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's somebody we actually voted for. Not me, but some people did. Mm. Okay. 
WICH had an interesting day, and we're not going to stop now. The number is uh, 889-5252-860-889-5252. Well, you hear about a lot of radical things that are happening in college, things that uh, are considered anti-American. For some reason, uh, some of the young people just don't get it yet, how lucky to live here. Obviously, there are things that need to be corrected. But I had to play this for you to see what you thought about it. This is a Harvard student. And she was fed up what was going on in her college. And she had this to say. And it's become viral. It's all over the place. Listen to what she has to say. Julie Hartman. If we lose freedom in America, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. President Ronald Reagan. Last spring break, I went on a trip with a hundred other Harvard undergraduates to Israel. It was one of the most extraordinary experiences of my life, and I will always be grateful to Harvard for that. I recalled the trip with awe and joy, but a certain moment rattled me. Our group attended a Shabbat dinner at a Tel Aviv synagogue. The rabbi proclaimed, welcome to Israel. You are all here from America, the best country in the world. He paused, but not a single person clapped. The Israelis stared in disbelief. Americans are the freest, most privileged people on earth. Yet many of us are ashamed to show any, even the tiniest trace of national pride. Why? because we Americans of recent generations have been swaddled in prosperity and security and in consequence have become ungrateful for the blessings we enjoy. It requires vigorous athletic imagination for most of us to consider the basic brutal realities that much of the world experiences daily. Even worse, we have consumed a cultural diet that reduces America to its ugliest moments and dismisses its noble ideals and accomplishments as jingoism. This nation saved the world from global catastrophe three times in the 20th century. This nation has grown to treat racial, ethnic, and religious minorities with equality and respect compared to other places and times on earth. This is the nation where people are not constrained by their gender, religion, or class, but can work to achieve a better life. In this nation, we can criticize our government, secure in the knowledge that we will rise the next morning and our country will still respect our rights. We view these things to be our birthright, our permanent and guaranteed condition, but they are not. They exist only because past generations have sacrificed to secure and maintain them. And to our discredit, we have used these blessings not to strengthen our country, but to tear it down. We members of this university and we Americans have shirked our responsibility as the most privileged cohort on earth. We have remained cringingly silent in the face of corrosive ideas, woke culture, 
that has corrupted our institutions and severed the bonds that hold our country together. The New York Times won a Pulitzer Prize for reporting that the sole purpose of the American Revolution was to preserve slavery. And we remain silent. The Oregon Department of Education asserts that showing your work and finding the right answer in math is white supremacist. And we remain silent. The American Medical Association has stated that the US should remove gender from birth certificates. And we remain silent. Howard Zinn, the author of the most widely read history text in American public schools, said that America has done, quote, more bad than good. And we remain silent. A huge percentage of the donations to the National Black Lives Matter organization have been spent on compensation and benefits, including several extravagant real estate purchases and questionable consulting contracts. And we remain silent. On this campus, we often hear how oppressive America is. Just outside of this church, there was a sign for Israeli Apartheid Week of an upside down, faded American flag with painted bullet holes in it. And we remain silent. We must not lie to ourselves or to one another by denying that a large reason that we remain silent is that we see personal and professional advantages in doing so. We are ashamed to be American. The shame should be on us. The people who excoriate religion live in a society where their freedoms are based on teachings in the Bible. Many who say that the nuclear family is antiquated grew up in two-parent households. Those who condemn the police as oppressive still summon them when they are in danger. And too many use their right to free speech to advocate suspending it for all who disagree with them. What a litany of dishonesty. We are using our privilege to undermine the very system that has given us that privilege. America, despite its failings, is the last great stand on earth. We must speak up against this now, or our civilization will face a somber reckoning. As President Reagan said, if not us, who? If not now, when? Thank you. Hello, that was special. I wanted to play it for you. If you find anything object- objectionable about that, you can let me know. That's a, a young lady who... Uh, didn't like what was going on at Harvard, and she uh, gave that talk, and you can find it online. I just want to, before we get to some calls, the Norwich Area Veterans Council requests your support in helping to promote the Veterans Day program. It's uh, going to be at Norwich Area Veterans Council. will hold its annual Veterans Day program Friday, November 11th. At 11 a.m. at Richard E. Horrigan, VFW Post 594, 30 Connecticut Avenue, Norwich. So hope you'll join them commemorating all of those who have honorably served in the United States military. For more information, call 237-7323. Hello, welcome to you to the program. Hey, good afternoon, my brother Stu Breyer. Hello, Joseph. 
I'm looking out the Subaru window. I swear, Stu, I don't have the fans on or nothing. I just have the window open with the screen. I I haven't fed the squirrels and Blue Jays in a while, and they all came back today because today was jackpot day. I bought a, two big sacks of peanuts, man. They're they're out of feast. But a uh, nice little breeze, and the trees are still not all gone yet. And no, I was just thinking about that uh, letter that that woman you just read uh, over the air. You know, I, I'm so blessed because I got my pilgrimage. I got a beautiful pilgrimage signed by whoever it was. But I, I chose that day to go on the bus ride down to Bethlehem in Jerusalem. And I I think I might have told you the story, but I got to see the holy city in, in Israel, you know? Mm. In Bethlehem in Jerusalem, still. And I got to see the well and wall and watch those Jews praying. And I, I was right there. I got to see everything. <clears throat> and, and I'll never forget it, you know? And we are blessed Americans. People don't know. You know, all the years I served in the service, and see all these countries and all, and I see everything on the horribleness on the news every night, too. We, we are totally blessed and gifted to be Americans. Well, I agree, and because of people like you who served our country. Well, you're, not you're just still... because I served my country so much, but, but just, yeah, but, and y- y- you serve, you serve our, our, our uh, community every day or being on the air, whether you realize it or not, uh, you're a big part of it. But just the everyday Joe Blow like me, hey, to go overseas and see other people and how they live in the cultures and everything, so I'm, 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 I'm so excited. Today's November 2nd. That call, I like, I like how you named him uh, Boston Benny. I like that guy, man. He's cool. And he said, November, hey, this is my month, dude. November 23rd is my birthday. Kennedy got shot. Mm. He got shot at noon yeah, I in know. Texas. He got shot at noon on November 22nd. Your birthday is August 22nd. I know this. On, on, on uh, Central Time, and, and I was born 4 o'clock. My mother said, Joe, you were born 4 o'clock in the morning, November 23rd. And, you know, next year I'll have my Thanksgiving Day birthday every five years. Thing is, though, man, I was going to be three years old the next day when John John Fitzgerald Kennedy got assassinated. Man, well, yeah, it was a terrible and time. Ne- yeah, and you never brought up about. I think there's a problem. Maybe you don't agree with him. Uh, the big, not the big bomber. Uh, I'm thinking the killer. You said you were going to talk about. It. Was he that bad that you don't really care about him? Gee, did I play anything by Jerry Lee Lewis this week? No, and, and I saw a little documentary on, uh, I watched Weekend News and I watched uh, Nightly News every night with Judy Woodruff on CBS, and they showed him in the little band he had. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make piano, a note to man. try to... I thought, I thought uh, a little, uh, 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 who was that guy, the black guy, uh... Oh, oh, uh, You're a Chuck Berry fan, place. I know. All right, Joe, I got to run. I got other people calling. I know, right? I know you do, Stu. See, hey, see you can later. You play a little bit of that. Great, Talk to great you later. Thank you. Or something like that. Yep, thanks. Hello, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Joey worked up today. Sixteen after one. WICHAM and FM. We'll have a little comedy later on this hour. In the meantime. What are your thoughts? Did you agree with that young lady from Harvard who was standing up for the country? I guess it's not popular to do that these days, huh? Was that the deal? Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Uh, 
Hi there. It was a wonderful, wonderful uh, delivery, uh, uh, call it a speech, that that lady mm-hmm. gave uh, as a was students in, the, yeah. in Israel and not really responding to someone who is, you know, saying, hey, your country's yeah, the college, greatest. College students and, are afraid to. But, you know... I'm not, I can't say that I'm, I'm that surprised given some of the people today. I don't know the makeup of the group or what they were, you know, what they're all about. But that particular woman was quite articulate about how she felt. Yep. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned this in your show before. I, I would like someone <laughs> running the country with that ability to articulate in a very calm, uh, sincere manner. I would uh, like that too. That would be refreshing onto itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, she had a she had a really she had a punch in the gut for a lot of uh, for all of us in America. We we all need to take responsibility for maybe not being a, uh, a little bit more patriotic and a little bit more loving of a country that's given the world not just ourselves but has given the world so much. And I I, I loved it. I love it. I love those kinds of things. I did just a bit of research before. I uh, before the break, mm-hmm. and I went to I went online on YouTube to see what the debate was about last night because I had asked you what you might have known about it. Yeah. But from what it was revealed in those short uh, clips, there, um, I get a feeling it's this way. You know, about a month ago, the average price in Connecticut for a gallon of gas was in the low one thirties. I'm not making this up. It's it's statistics from the state. Uh, at the at the uh, uh, yesterday, the price is up to two uh, three seventy two. Yeah, about three seventy something. Yeah. And I said, "Wow!" I noticed it myself, and I didn't really, you know, wow! It seemed to jump quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, on on November thirtieth, the twenty five cent uh, gas tax uh, deferment, uh, or however they postponement, um, uh, is uh, is coming back. So as of so now, if you were to add twenty-five cents on to what where we're at today, you're in the high three nineties. And given and given what people are saying, you know, now not me, but the experts, just people who are in the industry and the direction that the price of gas is going to go in diesel, we we're going to be in a world of hurt. Now, Bob Stefanowski, he said the following: so many words. He said, "It's time to get." Some money back. Give some of the surplus back to the Connecticut taxpayer, and different forms of doing that, so that uh, potentially people in Connecticut could look forward to uh, about two thousand dollars. And he had various, you know, various ways of doing mm-hmm. that. The, f- the feeling I get when I heard Lamont speak, but it wasn't in great length. I get the feeling that he uh, he's going to wait and see. It's, he refers to it as his rainy day fund. And some people might argue, well, is it raining yet in Connecticut? <laughs> For some people, it's probably raining really hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, in their and I, I, I like to think that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the governor who has this excess surplus of money, to give, I'm not saying give it all back. But I'm saying, make a gesture, even though it's the political year. I got to. You know, uh, what are you going to do in the future, right. Ned? You bring what up are you some going to good do, points. Ned? What, are, what do you hope 
your Connecticut will look like in five years. Thanks, sir. I appreciate those points. i got to move along, but I appreciate the call. Save your money. Yep. Thank you. Welcome to the... Welcome to the dial tone. The dial tone. 889-5252, and I promise you, you would be next if you would like to check in with us. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. This Friday, the Huskies clash with UMass. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, Yukon. Our coverage begins at 530 on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. Well, we like to look out for you folks so you won't get ripped off. So I get a lot of uh, emails from the Better Business Bureau working with us at WICHAM and FM. So be on the alert when shopping on TikTok. I don't do anything with TikTok because there's a connected with China, but a lot of people do. They have expanded to live shopping, allowing creators and brands to sell goods directly through videos. While TikTok may be a good way to snag a deal, phony products, less than scrupulous sellers, and outright scams are also common. Tips for shopping on TikTok. My tip would be don't, but, you know, that's up to you. Avoid impulse buys. With TikTok and many other social media platforms, they're not the only ones, making a purchase can be as simple as clicking on the product and clicking buy before you buy something based on a 30-second video. Think it through. Research the product and seller. Make sure they have plenty of account engagement, which means they have followers who comment on their posts and review their products. Better yet, why not shop with your... Your local businesses. Oh, shame on me. I think it's a good thing if you can. Watch out for scams. You may find high-dollar items for sale on TikTok for highly reduced prices, but these offers could indicate an outright scammeroo. Some TikTok users have reported purchasing a product only receive a fake product in the mail. Remember that too good to be true deals usually are. How many times have we heard that, huh? If you're unhappy with your purchase, act quickly. According to TikTok terms of service, buyers have six days from when a product is marked as delivery to make a return or refund request. Don't get stuck. Pay by credit card. Using your credit card for online purchases is always a good idea. It's much easier 
to contest a fraudulent charge and get your money back on a credit card than with a debit card. So that's the latest tips from your friends at the Better Business Bureau. So I hope you liked that uh, little talk. The girl who went to Harvard is fed up by the way people are talking about our country and also the way uh, people are treating our country. They're afraid to say they're patriotic because in some colleges you'll be blackballed. I know you think it sounds, oh, come on. Well, we have uh, situations that we know of. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, that's good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la Congratulations to the Phillies. Take a one-game lead over the very tough Houston Astros. They have uh, another game tonight at 8.05. Also at 7 o'clock tonight, uh, hope you get to see the debate with uh, Richard Blumenthal and his opponent that um, I find that not too many people know about, but you'll know about her more on the debate. Very disappointed Richard Blumenthal was the greatest when he was an attorney general for us because he would come on the program last minute. He was always there. And I said after he was joining the Senate, I said, don't forget us. And he forgot us. So it's kind of a personal thing with me. But I got over it and I gave up. But um be interesting to see the debate tonight, which will be at 7 o'clock. I... Sure, it'll be on most of the uh, Connecticut stations. Hmm? Okay. And uh, let's see. Of course, there was a, a debate last night with Lamont and Stefanowski. We've had some calls on that. Welcome to the program. Hello, Mr. Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Thank you. This is your buddy, Jim Rondo. Jimmy! Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I last I, I was, took my wife to a doctor a couple of weeks ago, and I heard you talking about your dad and... Mary Alonza and Little Bo and Oh yeah. <laughs> very interesting, very interesting. Since then and you gave me somebody's name and number with that uh, buys old records mm-hmm. and my grandson cause he has some of mine, I said, Give me a list of them. And there it is, Mary Alonza and the Cavalcade of Show Tunes. No kidding. Really, right there on the list. Uh, it's on my list. It's number yeah, 18 of 50. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've got to call Stu. I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. I mean, you're entitled to it. 
Well, that's very nice of you, Jimmy. My dad was the big... I mean, I didn't dislike Mary Alonzo, but he loved Mary Alonzo. He would talk about it. And not too many songs that he talked about. But he talked about that one by Mary Alonzo. Well, look at it this way. I was 18 to 22 when I was in the Air Force when I collected all these records, or mm-hmm. most of them, and that was one of them. <laughs> Any other unusual records that you have? Because that's there's, a little there's, unusual. There's one called Confidential. <laughs> it's a little under... At the time, they called it Risque. Today, we'd call it... No. Oh, the song Con- Confidential. Yeah, well, yeah. it's all about different things that go on. I haven't played that record in a long time. But most of mine appear to be easy listening. Mm-hmm. Jerry Vale, Doors Day, Al Martino, you know, stuff like that. Did you find Confidential in a 45 record? or? No, it's an LP. Everything I have is LP. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that, that was it. Anyway, I thought I'd give you a call and say, hey, you're welcome to it if you'd want it, but if you're not, that's all well and good, too. Jimmy, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. And Hey, and no problem, my friend. Other than that, how are you doing? We're doing okay. That's, doing okay. That's good to hear. You hang in there and stay well. <clears throat> you too, and enjoy this fresh day. <laughs> oh, bye. I'm doing the best I can, although I'm kind of housebound. I know. I understand. I okay, understand. buddy. Take care. Take care. You too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey, could Stu. I, yes. Could I give a little history lesson well, quickly? Not too, yeah, quickly, sure. Okay. You know, I said I have, um, oh, I have, it's a three-album set, and it's called Modern History of New London County, Connecticut, and the editor-in-chief who wrote it was Benjamin Tinker Marshall, president of Connecticut College, New London. And in volume one, okay, um, oh, and I will tell you, the reason I have the book is because I told you I had older parents. They had me in their 40s. Mm-hmm. My mother was born in 1917, and her family and her name is in here because her father and their family all come from North Stonington. Well, that's why I have it. I mean, it's cool. My mother's name's in it. Well, oh, yes. It, um, you know when they're talking about the Pequots and everything, there's a couple of things people do not know. Um, that actually, territory preoccupied by the Pequots, a powerful tribe belonging to the Algonquin and Delaware race, okay? And they were very jealous of the erosionment, yes, of course, by the white man. And it said, had resolved upon nothing less than the other exter, this extermination of the whites. And this is way, you know, way back in 1634, Massachusetts uh, colony was getting really, you know, they actually are the ones that gave permission to go after them. Massachusetts colony, believe it or not, ran everybody, kind of like a, Mm-hmm. Kind of like D.C. right now, right? And so. the thing is that um, what it says, there lurked in every culvert. There was no safety of life and property. The colonists could not travel abroad, cultivate their fields at the peril of their lives. Cattle driven off, houses burned. Even the navigation of the river was seriously so did, impeded because there was a fort down at <clears throat> Old Saybrook. Did you call the chair us up? About uh, Mason, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what the lady, it's kind of funny, what she may not know is that when Sassacus and a few that were left, says um, fugitives, meaning Sassacus, 
I went four pages ahead. I don't, I don't want to get too much because well, I no, got a lot of people no. want to call. The thing is, he he did not risk halt in the swamp. Few of his followers went to Mohawk country. This is New York State for a safe retreat. But he was slain there by that nation. Mm-hmm. And Scalp was sent back to Connecticut as a trophy. That's, now, so what is the point here? New York... Uh, Mohawk Indians are the ones that they're the ones that killed Sassagus and well, sent it back to Connecticut as proof. It's ancient history now and it's sad. Well, Man's yeah. inhumanity to man has been on since the get-go and um, we're still working on coming together. It is. And then right on the next page is the actual deed from the Mohegan Indians, a, a photocopy of it. That's interesting. Yep. All right, buddy. Nine Mile Square Land, <clears throat> now Norwich, which recorded August 20, 1663. And I got to go. Preston was deeded to us by Owanico. So all of them were not our enemy. That's good. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Would you like to speak to me? I can speak in any language if you like. Bonjour, senor, senorita. Are you going to hang up on me? Give me a little pre-warning? No? Yes, maybe? Okay. I will hang up on you. But I'm not a loud hanger-upper. I hang up softly. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. (laughs) It's a rough day. Um... In terms of the Pequot tribes, she may or may not know this, and this might have been brought up on the air in the past, I'm not sure. There were two divisions of the of the Pequots, the Mashantucket. Pequot tribe is the tribe that's rep, uh, recognized right now, but there was the East and the West, and apparently there were, this. I, I don't remember where I read this, but I did read it, that there were very, very dangerous Pequot criminals. They were very violent, and any of their descendants have not been allowed into the tribe for recognition. You mean to this day you're talking about? Correct. They only allowed That's weird. The peaceful ones and their descendants to be a part of the tribe. Well, I had not heard that before because it's, you know, for something that happened years and years ago, you can't blame the current people, no matter what their lineage is. Well, so that's ridiculous. Um, well, and they might have been, I think, I believe that their land overlapped Rhode Island, so I'm not sure if there was some kind of cutoff division there as well. Okay. Thanks. But... Um, you know, it, I, I, they probably, I don't know if they felt like the descendants would have a propensity for violence. I don't know, but I remember reading it when I looked up the, the Pequot tribe years ago. Thanks for the information. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. There's another hang up. Hey, it's a good song. There's another hang up since I spilled my coffee cup. I went through a period I was spilling things on myself. You're, are you a spiller? Man. <clears throat> or I, I either spill or I get spilled on. One time a waitress spilled a large glass of lemonade on my lap. She was new. 
She was a little afraid I was going to make a big deal about it, but I was too busy shivering. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, good afternoon to you, Stu. Hello, you? my friend. Hiya. Uh, how you doing? Okay. Um, I didn't know, because you know a lot about Motown. I have a Motown uh, DVD that I picked up lately at the librarian's um, a sale they had in the Wesley Library. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize there were so many. There's about 25 or so groups or single people who are Motown people. Oh, lots and lots, yep. You probably know them all, most likely, all, all of them. But I haven't heard of, I mean, you've heard of, like, of course, mostly the, the um, Miracles, Marvin Gaye, the Contours. Mm-hmm. What do the Contours sing? Do you know? What did they sing? Yeah, do you? I know the name, but I don't know if I know anything <clears throat> they did. They had a, a pretty major hit called Do You Love Me. Okay. Which okay, was, um, yeah, okay. How about, mm. There was in Dirty Dancing. They featured that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, all right. How about, um, there's some single people like Stevie Wonder and, do you know Brenda Holloway? Yeah, she didn't have a lot of hits. She didn't have a lot of hits. Because mm, I've never heard of her. Mm-hmm. And um, the Velvets, how about them? Well, there's a tough one. Yeah. I think they did Tonight's the Night, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how about the Elgins? The Elgins, they supposed to be on Motown? Yep. I never heard of them. Well, there were a lot of folks that recorded <laughs> on Motown records, but they really didn't have big hits. Mm. So that's what maybe what you're you're reading about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's about oh, the Isley Brothers. I've heard of them, but I don't know what they're famous for. They're either. famous for the song Shout. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Okay, so I just thing. don't know if you you probably know most of these shorty. Have you heard of Shorty Long? I've heard the name Shorty Long. Does he have something called "Here Comes the Judge"? Is it on your thing there? No. Oh, oh, no. all right. Okay, so you're very you're um. You got it. You've got you've got most of these in your head. You know who who does what. Yeah, they're shaking in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, maybe I'll I'll talk to you. I'm not going to do it now, but because it might take a little a little while. But mm-hmm. I have a book here on old ghosts of New England. Oh, good. We love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's different towns, different no different towns that have different re- different places in different towns that are haunted. I'll just give you one and see if you know of it and about where it is. Have you heard of in Groton, Gungiwamp? I've heard of Gungiwamp, yes. You, do you know that it's a, a site of mysterious stone stu- structures and shifting magnetic fields that represent the closest thing that the Northeast has to the marble like Stonehenge? No, I didn't know that, no. Well, there's <clears> a lot of activity over there as far as, as, far as hauntings is concerned. Oh, um, and you can't get over there unless you have a private. It's a private property. You can get over. There's tours that they give, but you're not. It's not some place you can just go and uh, look around at yourself. But um, you shouldn't go by yourself. You may never come back. Mm-hmm. You see, right? You might. You might be gone forever. But anyway, that's one of the places in Connecticut that has these um, happenings. Like it says, the. Um, this area has caused inexputable mental anguish to some visitors who have been said to become so suddenly overcome with grief that some have actually burst into tears. Oh, my goodness, we don't need as, that. As well as some physical discomforts and splitting headaches and nosebleeds and bleeding gums. So this is, that's what that, is, that place is all about. Well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just given you a preview of a couple right. of, you know, some of the things I might be able to tell you about tomorrow. Coming, at, coming attractions. Thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> take care. You okay, too. Bye-bye. Enjoy the day. Hi. Welcome to the program.
Yellow. 30 second press, Stu. No, that you've been on, Joe. got off the air with you. You've been on. Sorry, buddy. Oh, let's take a little break. We'll be right back with you. Got some funny stuff to play shortly as well. Good morning. This is Halar Campos, MD. I have been a physician in the Norwich community for over 17 years, and I am concerned about the direction that our community is taking regarding its health, education, over our children, and the economy that we're all struggling with. I would like you to come join me on November the 8th and support Pietro Rocky Carmadella for State Senate. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT19. I'm sure you're very much aware that uh, November rolls along, and uh, so does Thanksgiving this month. So I thought I would play uh, a little public service for you. This is How to Ruin Thanksgiving with Brad Upton. Check it out. You don't need to stop in this country. Any kind of restaurant, go into like an Applebee's, one of those chains. <laughs> this is so annoying. Where the staff sings happy birthday to somebody. Yeah, look at your nod. Why do we do it? Everybody involved hates it. Staff hates it. Diners hate it. Birthday boy hates it. You know who likes it? Birthday boy's friend. Yeah, that's the one idiot enjoying that moment right there. They're like the arsonist at the fire. Like, <laughs> I caused this. Speaking of birthdays, I was in a Hallmark store that day looking at birthday cards. Have you seen this? Hallmark has a line of birthday cards now for people turning 100. How many of those do you think they sell in a week? Those cannot be flying off the shelf. And if you have to buy a card for somebody's turn 100, put that off at the last minute. It's okay to laugh at that. It's not like they're here. They're at the casino. <laughs> this happened in Seattle a few months ago. A guy got killed on the interstate. He was driving the wrong way down the interstate. And the police spokesman was quoted as saying, we don't know how fast he was traveling, but the posted speed limit on that section of highway is 60 miles an hour. <laughs> if you're driving the wrong way down the interstate, all the speed limit signs are silver. <laughs> I don't think speed's your biggest worry at that point. <laughs> Hope I don't get a ticket. I was flipping through the channels the other night and I came across a senior golf tournament. I thought, who's watching seniors play golf? Who has that kind of time in your life? You know what I would watch though? Senior cage fighting. I don't think I could sleep if I thought that was on. A couple of 20 year olds in the cage, they're gonna fight again in a month. A couple of 80 year olds in there, that's a death match. Tap out, crap out, nap out. That's how that's going. You ever see these kind of stories? And somebody gets killed, kind of tragic circumstances. Maybe they were rock climbing, fishing, skydiving, and they get killed. And people always say this. I know they mean well. They go, at least he died doing something he loved. Which to me is the cruelest irony of all time. Because if I told you I was going to teach you how to fish, you're going to love fish. You're going to fish almost every weekend for the next 30 years. But eventually, you're going to fall off a boat and drown. You'd go, well, you know what? I think I'm going to learn how to draw. You want to be happy for somebody? Hope they die doing something they hated. Then they didn't have to finish. I want to die on Thanksgiving weekend at my in-law's house. 
Maybe I can ruin that weekend for them one time. <laughs> you ever hear I died under those circumstances? I want you to be happy for me. Ah, that's great. He hated doing that. <laughs> Brad Upton is the name of that stand-up comic. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. I didn't find him that, that funny. I was very okay. angry at some of his jokes. Okay, fine. And, you know, just that's just me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the elderly ones. Um, anyway, I was going to talk about crime. All right, you can talk about crime. Go right ahead. Okay. So, a mother of three in Buffalo... Um, was beaten by her husband, and he was he had previously served 15 years for kidnapping another woman, but um, he was let out without bail, and he went and killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this no bail stuff in New York and now Illinois is going to start it. Yeah, can you imagine with all the crime they have there, they're going to start that too? Why not make a crime even more? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, you you would think that, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't, especially in seeing what it's done in um, New York, you know, why why even begin there? It's it's absolutely outrageous. There's no cure for stupid, that's all I can tell you. True. And one comment about, about the election, I don't like when there are lies on these commercials or lies that I know about, and that that infamous lie that the um, Republicans are going to um, get rid of so, um, Social Security and Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, Johanna Hayes, in her last um, ad, said that. Yeah, well, if you it's, it's a, do the Republicans, they're going to get rid of your Social Security. Bold-faced lie. They just hope that people are uh, innocent enough to believe that. Yeah, that they they are they listen to mainstream media where mm-hmm. I'm sure it's being said. Um, it really irritates me. They are not cutting um, Medicare and Social Security. They're certainly not getting rid of it. I mean, they enjoy their checks from Social Security too. Um, you know, it, it's not happening. And every year they pull this, and some people it believe it. Me. They believe it. People do believe it, so they keep doing it. Right. You know, they're desperate, and they start doing these lies, and um, it really irritates me. Me, too. Anyway, have a great day. You, too. Bye. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. God bless that young lady from Harvard. Yeah, that was special, I thought. Yeah. I hope there are billions of people just like her. That would be nice, but uh, she had a lot of guts to do it because people who have the same philosophy she does, which is honorable, they uh, start to shun them in the colleges, and that needs to change. That whoever said that evil does not need to do anything Mm -hmm. if good people do nothing. Yep. Good point, sir. Have a good day. too. Hi. Good afternoon to you. Hi, Stu. Hi. That comedian was hysterical. I laughed the whole time. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> um, did you know on election day, it's not going to be crazy enough. There's going to be a full moon and a lunar eclipse. 
Oh, God. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, God, exactly what I said when I heard it. And when you said the uh, debate will be on all channels, it's just on Channel 3. Channel like 3. last night, one was just on Channel 8. So okay. it's on Channel 3, WFSB, not all the channels. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think and, all the channels, but I thought it would be on maybe more than that. But okay. No, and I was last night's actually it was on channel eight, and I put on eight, and Jeopardy was on, and I was like, "What the heck?" It was like one after eight. I guess they had pro- technical problems, and it didn't come on to like four or five after. So I hope a lot of people didn't, you know, oh, turn it on goodness. and then think it wasn't going to be on. I, I was, was like, a, "Oh, that's not good." Thought it was a Jeopardy um, debate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that gentleman just referred to that college student as a young lady. Somebody called in and took offense that I was rude because I called the previous caller, the old man that called about three calls before me. I don't know his name. They, I always love how your callers refer to me. I'm that woman. I laugh every time. That woman. Is that your first name, that? I, my friends have heard it, too. They laugh hysterically. He is an older man. From my guess, from how he talks, he's somewhere between 78 and 85. So I could be wrong, but... Well, That's my guesstimate, because I've heard him talk about In all honesty, so, pe- people prefer to be called young. I know, but I'm just saying, if a, a person called in and he said he was a college student, I would call in and say, oh, I either agree or disagree with what that young man said. I'm not going to say that young man for someone who's 80, so it's just a description. It wasn't an insult. Okay. And do you want to feel depressed? Do you know what the legal definition of elderly is? Do I want to feel depressed? Oh, sure I do. What What is it? 65. 65. I know. I just turned the big 6 0 this year, so I'm officially depressed that in five years I'm considered elderly. Listen, <laughs> oh, I know. That's so sad. I think AARP <laughs> starts bothering people when they're 35. So I know. I, I, so I might actually join this year. For 10 years I've refused, but okay, I did hit the big 6 0, so maybe I'll consider joining this year. But yes, okay. the legal definition of elderly. Mm-hmm. Is 65. One question for you. If you didn't know how old you are, how old would you think you are? Well, I've had a lot of health problems, oh, okay. <laughs> so well, it depends. That, um, that I'd depends. say, like, emotionally and, like, in your soul, mm-hmm. uh, 35. Okay. And uh, on, on some days, my body, 112. <laughs> well, I think anybody <laughs> so, could say that with the it flu. All yeah. All right, thanks. Thank you. See Bye-bye. you later. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hi. How you doing, Stu? Okay, sir. On the subject of uh, Motown. Motown Records, yes. I, I caught this on, on, on TV one time. It was the origins. It was a one long hour-long documentary. It was wonderful. With, I saw it. You saw it? Mm-hmm. I never knew it, but the band that did all of the work for Motown were called the Funk Brothers. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yes, I have heard that before. They did back up the Funk Brothers, and they were terrific. Yeah, and they played. They played during the documentary, and they told all the stories how they had to dodge all the bullets in Detroit when the riots were going on and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because they had a couple of white guys in the band too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, bass players was Bob Babbitt, who was was pretty good. Um, it, I, the other guys, uh, their names escape me, but I thought it was very interesting and. Uh, if people want to YouTube that, they'll find a very interesting yeah, to it. I recommend everybody to check that out. It's just a interesting, it's fun, and the music's marvelous. Because those people came from nothing, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Stu. Thanks, sir. Good stuff. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. 
I still Hi. 30. I feel 30. You feel 30? Yeah, I'm trying to remember how I felt at 30. I don't think I feel any different over the years. Um, Good. But anyway, uh, what I wanted to say was that Harvard student, Julie Hartman, mm-hmm. um, very powerful words, and I hope to hear it again if you play it. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm just I'm thinking of the ruthless uh, leaders, okay, throughout the world set a tone, and they just seem to be so um, destructive, and they don't realize how much, maybe they do, how much power they have to dictate and say how people should live or, you know, their egos and whatnot, you know, that they boast. Uh, The thing is, you know, when I look at uh, uh, Ukraine and all these other places that have been devastated by ruthless leaders, these are a lot of people. And just what one person can dictate to a country that changes the whole tone, um, I, I just feel that there's more good than bad in the world. People, and I don't care the color of the color of their skin and whatnot, they have so much to share. Their cu- culture, their food, their history. That's what I star for. I don't like... Th- this is not uh, mm-hmm. change if you're saying one color dominates and they show destruction and, um, you know... I don't, I don't like it because there's so many people that have so much to share, whether it's uh, uh, Native Americans and, you know, what have you, all those cultures, the Jewish people, whatever. Well, you don't have to there's, go through the whole list. We know what you're talking about. Massive amounts of people ha- that have so much good to share, but that were being suffocated by the leadership. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been that way through the years, and that's why you fight for your yeah, freedom like our soldiers worse, did. I think, us do so. All right. Whether, I, I don't know, you know, um, people need to rise above and take hold of this. Well, go and... Uh, the horns and turn it around. Well, before you go and vote, think about who you would like to vote for. I will, and I think um, there are some potentials that could change some of these career politicians, and then there's mm-hmm. others that... I give them the courage to even stand up because they don't have the influence or the money to go up and um, make the change, unfortunately. Okay, i got to make uh, to the news. Thank you. Make some change, uh, right? Tuesday, it's finally near us, the midterm elections. I don't know how many states they're going to wait a while for more counting and stuff. That's It's kind of aggravating. Do I have time to... I'm talking to myself now. Excuse me, Stu, do you have time to play this? I'm going to play a little bit of a song. gentleman called earlier, Jimmy, about uh, a record about Confidential. There was a song called Confidential. I just wanted to play a little bit of it for you. See if you remember it. It was a magazine, which was... Uh, Gossip magazine. Confidential Ooh. as a church. 
catch a twilight Who married who? Sentimental Has a rose and moonlight My love for you will always be To me. I think Liz Taylor was in there all the time every time she got married. Well, my friends, time to wrap things up today. It's been a busy and a fun day. I appreciate all the calls and uh, hearing your opinions. Cheers. Please be kind to each other. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. You like to get away All those nights when you've got no lights The check is in the mail And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead The morning's looking bright And your shrink ran off to Europe And didn't even write And your husband wants to be a girl You can even be nameless when you call. It's just nice when you call in. Who's next? Jimmy Fallon, comedian, talk show host. Personality Radio, WICHA, 